This episode is brought to you by Alien Gear Holsters. Check out the many professional grade duty holsters, conceal carry, and open carry along with all the gear and accessories. Go to aliengearholsters.com, select everything you want to order, and use that promo code LAMBOFEB24 to get 10% off your order every single time. Alien Gear Holsters, the official holster of the Extra Lambo podcast. Now, let's get on to the show. a little extra lambo podcast coming to you from the palatial podcast studios right here spokane washington i've tried changing that up just a little bit but i keep going back to the same thing i've got guests in studio today i have my arms dealer i have aaron with is it is it still three aces it is okay so i've got aaron with three aces my arms dealer and then I've got on the prepared mutual friend. Oh, hang on. I got to turn you up. God dang it. Now say hello. Oh, hello, hello. Oh, hello, hello. How are you? So we have the prepared mutual friend, um, and that is how I met my arms dealer. Was, <laughs> that was a while of, ago. That yeah, was it was a, a little, while ago. Yes. Like Been 20, around the block a tire a time or two. 2018, 2019, I think. Yeah, it was about, about yeah. in there. I think yeah. 18. Yeah. 2018. It was after the, one of the first gun shows I think we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that was a while yep. ago. <laughs> yep. I had a, another friend who uh, introduced me to you guys and started utilizing your uh, your place of business. Yeah. Expanding. Well, I'm hoping to utilize this place of business a little bit more going forward. I know. That's, I'm excited. <laughs> I know. We had a little sneak peek today. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah I was like, I'm going to be talking to you. I want to know what's going on. I don't want to be one around my dick yeah. in my hands. There you go. Now, Three Aces used yeah. to be uh, downtown Spokane. Occupied territory. Occupied territory. <laughs> it is uh, It is going to be a heck of a zone to go through if you have to go go through there yeah. uh, in the uh, end of days situation. Um, so you were downtown. You had yeah. a FFL yep. dealership. Yep, still do. Still do. Yeah, we, move, we basically moved from downtown into our Spokane Valley uh, location now. Um, and with all the recent laws and stuff, we kind of – we're like, okay, we need to have a backup plan other than just selling guns. So that's why we opened a training facility. Um, so our new building is um, not only guns and ammunition and all that stuff, but we have a, um, a non-lethal shoot house. And we can tailor that to basically whatever you want. We can move the walls around and we can do all kinds of cool stuff. Okay. Before you, before you get into that, because yeah, I do yeah, want to yeah, get yeah. into the facility, what changed in Washington state law that made it to where you needed to change your oh. business direction. Yeah. Okay. So, um, 1639 changed in 2019, which is where, um, everything has, well, like semi-automatic assault rifles, quote, quote, right. Um, there's a, a minimum of a 10 business day hold. So that, um, drastically changed the amount of product we were selling, um, and then not only that, but we had a magazine capacity ban. 
uh, and that was also in uh, that was twenty two. I think we had that. Was it twenty two or twenty three? I think it was yeah. October, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then so now we have a ten round capacity um, thing, and that uh, sucked. Um, so now you know selling selling uh, firearms with ten rounds or no magazines at all because they don't make a ten round version. Uh, but now we're evolving and pinning magazines and you know all that stuff. So, but still. It's just been um, pretty crazy just seeing the downgrade that our state has decided to do. So that all, all that being said, that you know we've seen kind of the writing on the walls, and there's there's always a need for training. Like we need our our, our citizens of our our city more. Uh, they need more skills. They need more tools in that toolbox, so to speak. So. Um, that's where we're like, okay, we need to, we need to have something to fall back on if we can't sell guns anymore, or magazines or ammunition even. Uh, we got to have something. So I'm I'm not the kind of person that likes to necessarily work for other people, especially when I got all these ideas floating around in my head. So um, yeah, I was like, let's do it. And my buddy um, had a facility, um, and he started here in Spokane, moved to Coeur d'Alene. Um, he decided that he was kind of done and I was like, dude, I'm going to take it over and we're going to, we're going to change it up. And that's, that's what we did. So last time you and I talked, we talked about the concealed carry, the CCW. Yeah. And we're told when all these laws that it's about safety, public safety, we need to be more safe. We need to be more safe and responsible and blah, 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 blah. If it was about safety and you and I agreed, we don't want more government, No, but you and I kind of agreed that if 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 these bills were about safety, mm-hmm. there should be more of an aspect other than you applying for your CCW, yeah, having a background check, which yeah. you have to do to get a weapon anyway, right? And then you get your fingerprints done. Yep. Yeah. So, well, the the thing with like the whole safety thing is, if it was about safety, don't you think that they would take care of the drug problem first? I mean, I was more thinking that you would have to have some sort of a training. Yeah. Like, but I mean, like the availability of, oh, we're going to give you clean needles and we're going to do the stuff that I mean, that safety wise to me, that tells me we're, we're just enabling that like that. That is a huge um, more. How do I say this? A bigger problem in our community than gun violence. Oh, by far. <laughs> right. By far. I mean, you just drive down past our old shop and it's just like. Good lord, mm-hmm. zombies! Yeah, yeah. There's zombies it, everywhere down there. Oh my gosh! How many people do you see just sitting in an intersection and they're just linked they're just over? Wa- yeah. They're just swaying. Yeah. So I want. So there's this new. It's called the fentanyl lean, where they're like their upper part part of their torso is just leaned over their legs and they just stand there with their arms hanging out. I want to go like fentanyl tipping, like <laughs> like, like cow cow tipping. <laughs> That's kind of messed up, but you know it's it's still kind of funny. But no, it, it, no, so, I agree with you though. the 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 aspect of just giving somebody a gun that has no training um, is is kind of scary to me. Knowing that they could potentially just be walking around and and not know what the heck they're doing, um, that's that's kind of scary. Especially you knowing, like, I got three kids, you know, and and a wife, and we go shopping and we do stuff, and if something pops off, and just some willy nilly dude or or chick is just Boom! Got my gun out. If something happens, 
I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah. it's that you're you're putting your faith in that in that guy who's yeah, holding and the, that's, that firearm. That's a big deal, man. Are you're you, accountable you for every one of those, Yeah, you're accountable for every one of those rounds, and mm-hmm. it could be bad real fast. Yeah, what do you that, think? That's part of probably what happened in the New Jersey case right now. Yeah, with that mom, she was mm-hmm. what convicted of assisting in manslaughter. Yeah. Yeah, four counts just from buying her kid a gun and just yep. letting him be without any training that I've ever seen. Yeah, so yeah, and that's that was like the big draw to the training facility is you know we just want to get more people trained up, get them get them safe um, and skilled in using firearms in not only self protection but home defense and protection of others. I, I usually talk to people who have their, their CCW or, you know, whatever their everyday carry and all that stuff. And how often do you shoot? And always not enough. No, not, not enough. Not you've got to make time. You've yeah. got to, you know, like we were talking about your, your training every night you're doing dry fires. Dry fire. yep. um, you know, you're, you're reloading, you're yeah. you know, swapping magazines. It's, it's a, it's a, it's gotta be a lifestyle. It's just like yeah. being on a diet. Yeah, you gotta totally. make lifestyle. You gotta changes. commit to it. I mean, it's a huge commitment. Like you don't even dress the same. No. That, it's that big of a commitment. You know what I mean? Like I, I switched from carrying, you know, you know, four or five o'clock to appendix. And that was huge for me just because now I got to buy um, a size bigger t-shirt. So it kind of fluffs over instead of kind of being, you know, a medium. What was the change with that? So um, more so like the way that I clear my garment instead of like leaning back and pulling, it's just straight up instead of, um, like trying to, cause you really tell when you go to lean for something like that, uh, around the four and five o'clock area, but up front, it's just here. You just pull your shirt up. So it, obviously you got to clear your garment, you got to get a good grip and you got to do all that stuff. But it was, it was a, a learning curve. And then like learning how, um, tight my pants needed to be versus, um, what the other one, like tightening the belt, I guess. Um, cause it doesn't, you don't want it real tight because then it's, un, it's kind of uncomfortable. You kind of want it to move around. Cause like if your legs are moving and you're sitting down or you're squatting or something like that, it'll kind of poke you. Um, but other than that, once you get, once you find that sweet spot, it's like, it's perfect. Would you recommend people trying new? Absolutely. Just to see what fits better. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and, and. One of the one of the things that I teach in in my um, intro to conceal carry and just um, just shooting class, anyways, is like we'll touch on what's comfortable for you to carry versus what's comfortable for me to carry, and just to try different things. Like I've got a box of holsters that and dummy guns that go with them. You just try them out. If you don't like it, then move it to a different one and try it and just see, like do squats or, you know, try and sit in a chair or sit in a car or something like that. And you'd be surprised what you can really get away with, like a big gun. I carry a five inch 2011. Now I switched from a Glock. Okay. And which I think that's what you had last time. I didn't have a 2011. I had a Glock. Yeah. Yeah. The Glock, which was, you know, a four inch barrel with a uh, full size grip, but now I got a full size everything. Okay. Cause I, I kind of the thing that really I've been doing a little bit of studying on self-defense shootings and just seeing how 
different people, or, well, not how, but like what different people carry and their skill set. I'm way more comfortable with a bigger gun, and I, my body style, I can hide a bigger gun easily. Um, so why not carry a bigger gun? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I'm, if that is my, so I think of everyday carry as my form of combat, right? Like I'm not in the military anymore. That would be my form of combat. If something were to happen, that's my combat action right there. So why not carry the biggest, baddest gun I can carry to fight in combat? Right. So I switched to a bigger gun. Um, I can shoot it a lot better, a lot faster and a lot more controlled. So it's just, it was one of those things. It was a big jump. It was expensive, but it's, I mean, like I said before, it's a lifestyle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, how much is your life worth? You know? See, I think we have the same. Same. Carry. Well, I, I, I have two different carries depending on what I'm doing. So if I'm just out and about, yes, I have a Glock too. Yeah. But there's nothing I'm wrong doing, with Glocks. No, just not so at we're all. clear. Um, but when I'm working my security job, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a lot of times I have a very smaller, just an ECW yeah. that I train. That's the one I've gotten qualified on a couple mm-hmm. different courses. That's the one I'm comfortable with because I can wear less clothing. Yeah. It's more, more conceal- carry. concealable. Yeah. And especially around the situations where I'm using a security you know, it's midsummer. I can have a little bit of a lighter shirt. Keep talking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, and plus, I'm not as tall as you guys. Yeah. I am a shorter fella. So, you're going to see a little bit more something doesn't look right. Right. You know, I'm not going to be carrying around a crutch. <laughs> right. You know, what's funny about concealed carry is a lot of people don't think they can get away with carrying a bigger gun because they're scared it's going to print or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, a um, one thing that I've noticed a lot of people is, you know, I'm looking for it. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's me, right? They're, or uh, like us, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the type of people that are looking for something like that. Because you want to know. The threat is. Yeah. Is ex- threat? Or, or a adversary. Yeah. You know, or or uh, not adversary. Alliance. <laughs> yeah. Alliance. Yeah. yeah. Someone, you, yeah. you feel Adversary like would be bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody that you, that could potentially help you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so. I've noticed a lot more people don't really care about printing anymore. No, I think a lot more people are more used to have their heads down in their phone and they're, yeah. not, paying attention and they're not paying attention yeah. as much anymore. Yeah. They're getting dumber to the world. I think that's them. the one. That's, that's, yeah, that's a big so, thing. If you're not situationally aware, I mean, no, <laughs> you're I not really going to care what's is. going on around. No, yeah. and I still have those conversations with my yeah. wife and my son. We were out yeah. at breakfast a Sunday morning. Yeah. And I said, all right. Who, who can we count on if something ever happened right here? And my son's like, well, maybe that guy over there kind of looked redneckish. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Said, there's a guy over there in the other booth, young fella, you know, he had a grunt style shirt on. Yeah. Had a couple young kids. Potential military. And I was like, okay, there's another adversary that we could potentially count on. Yeah. Here, here's an older gentleman over there. Looks like he's been around the, the collar. Yeah. Got a Vietnam hat on. Oh, yeah. You know, he's probably itching to <laughs> feel a little alive again. A little sum sum. Within five minutes, we had three different families and people that we could pick out that put, potentially could help yeah. the situation. Be an ally to, towards, yeah, absolutely. It's so funny, um, just... 
seeing the way that different people act in public versus, you know, they come into the gun store and they're just like, oh, I'm, you know, Joe Badass or whatever, <laughs> you know? And then you see them at public and they're just like all the time in their phones yeah. and they're, or you know, just... <laughs> playing along with the sheep you know and it's my, just... my first time in the store i was like just don't say something dumb don't say something dumb <laughs> i think that's everybody's first time in every gun shop ever i remember right, my first gun I, store if i pick up this is, is alarms gonna go off or, you know? did i just get judged <laughs> do, these, do these things go together we've oh, all man. been there i know all I've right, been I, there. i'm just gonna go yeah no can I help you? No, I, I'm just here. I'm just wandering around uh, with my hands in my pockets. I'm not talking to you. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way to way just to sleep them down, down by your side. But, I, but, yeah. but, but I don't know what to do with them. That was that was that change though of what you just said about the the printing is is why I changed from my ten to the nine yeah. because it fits better yeah. in there and it fits a little bit better in my hand. But I didn't like how it sat right here on me. Yeah, and maybe I just kind of like little hip issue. Like, yeah, that's Correct. that was a big thing for me too. And my in my chiropractor's a gun guy, so it was kind of cool. He's like, it's because you carry your gun there. It's putting different pressure, mm -hmm. and it's forcing you to walk differently, and it's throwing your hips off, and blah 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 blah. I was like, so how do I fix that? And he goes, find a different spot to put it. And I was okay. Like, I can't have it in front. Yeah, it's not that ain't that ain't that ain't gonna work. It's not a thing. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Insert joke here. Insert joke here. So, yeah. He Volume down. Tony has left the <laughs> chat. I hate when I shoot and the, the tip of the gun's really smoking in my abdomen. Next thing I know, my wiener's on fire. It's like a firecracker. <laughs> we call it Glock Dick. That's actually a, a valid term. <laughs> it is. You know what's funny? is it, it, It's it is. called Glock Cock. Yeah, Glock. Glock Cock. Yeah, because the butt of the gun will tuck in because you got so much extra there, and then the barrel will stick out. Oh. Yeah, it, it's called Glock, Glock Cock. That's awesome. Yeah. doesn't have to be a Glock, but no. you get the idea. It get just idea. rhymes better. moments. <laughs> but, no, uh, um, the 10, I'm, I'm not judging anybody for carrying a bigger gun and printing. I don't really care. I, I encourage as many people to carry as possible. Just get training. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Yep. So, 100%. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 100%. I, 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 I've talked to other people before. I don't care what you use, what you just have on you. Carry something. Just know what you're doing. Yeah. Don't shoot me. <laughs> don't <laughs> shoot <real>. me. That <laughs> sucks. You know, and I, I've got a or lot shoot of people, yourself. Though. Don't shoot yourself either. I mean, that's yeah. yeah. You're yeah. trying to pull that thing out with a quickness, and you inadvertently crank one off. That's that's never oh, good. <laughs> now you, now you're a problem. <laughs> I have a I have a quite a few friends that they want to carry but they're not confident enough. Yeah. And and, I, and I'm and I if you're not confident, don't don't. Yeah. That's and that's exactly where like our our intro class starts there. Like if you if I've seen this scenario a hundred times, my husband bought me this gun or you know whatever the case may be. My significant other bought me this gun. And I don't know what to do with it. That's where we start. Okay. I'll teach you everything. How to disassemble it. How to clean it. How to hold it. How to pull the trigger properly. How to breathe. How to do all this stuff. And then, once you're comfortable, we've got different practical exercises and all those things. Once you're comfortable, then we will stop, start talking about concealed carry. And then we will go to the range and we'll actually shoot and do all this and that you know, and, and get you proficient. The biggest thing that I've seen 
is, well, my husband wants me to carry a 45 or insert caliber here, whatever. Gigantic. It's way too big for the person. There was a lady, she was like 90 pounds soaking wet, and a Glock 21 is a 45 caliber, full-size, you know, five-inch gun. And my my husband bought me this gun, and he said, that's what I need to carry. And I was like, you're 90 pounds <laughs> wet. You're like, going to fall Soaking over. wet, you're 90 pounds. That's probably not the gun for you. She goes, well, I mean, that's what he carries. I was like, doesn't mean it's right for you. Oh. You know what I mean? Like you got to be 6'5", 280. Yeah. Yeah. He's 6'5", 280. And yeah, it could, it could be right for him, mm. but I mean, come on. I mean, I understand like mag compatibility and all that, but there's smaller versions of that gun. I still think the caliber is still a little much, but especially yeah. somebody that's never shot. She's like, I've never shot this. I've never shot before. And you give her a forty-five. It's not. It's not practical. Well, like and they, start, and they start say lower, don't just start, start, start with the pellet handgun. Yeah, start with the airsoft gun. Even. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they say don't just go out and buy your partner a gun, a gun. and hand no. it to them. Let them feel it. Give them the yeah. idea that hey, Merry Christmas. This is what I'm doing. We need to go. I've got this amount of money for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's try them. Figure out what's going to work best. There's sharpshooting into a range here in Spokane. Uh, they have rental nights or date nights yep. where you get, it's like 30 bucks and you get a free rental or I can't remember what all the details are, but you can rent a gun, try them out. You know, you buy the ammo there and if you don't like it, then you take the gun back and you pick a different one and you just keep shooting. It's not a, it's not a huge ordeal as, as people think it is. Now, the nice thing is they do have some of the most popular guns that you can try. Um, and then if you decide that you like them, cool, buy it. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. That's how it should be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's how it should be. <laughs> I wish I had a place where I could have shot guns before I bought them. Cause I've, I've purchased a couple guns. I'm like, good Lord, I hate this thing. Yeah, this is, <laughs> but I already got, bought it. I've got two yeah. up in the, in the locker that I've, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd I'm, rather not, me I'm not going to sell them. Somebody else, I'm not going to sell them, yeah. but. You know, yeah. When it, and, and now you can't trade them. No, yeah. I mean you can. It's just you know you got a ten day hold or you know whatever. But well, unless it's an AR, then you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> In we don't, we state. don't talk about that one. In the state. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about that one. Yeah. All right. Um, your facility. Okay. Um, so you you made the switch from downtown. Yeah. You. What is it still three aces? What are you calling this? So we call it, um, it's kind of a, a twofer. So it's three aces, but then we got like backslash the PSOC. So the PSOC is the Personal Security Operations Center. So that's where you go and learn all of your personal security needs. So personal security to me means that I am the protector of my home, my home, and myself. Like if I'm by myself, then I'm my own first responder. I need to know how to put holes and how to plug holes, right? So if you can if you can shoot a person, you also need to know how to fix a person medically. So um, we have lots of classes that are coming to a neighborhood near you. Um, we've got some medical classes from the Gorilla Medic, 
I think we talked about him last we did, time. And yeah, I have, and I have reached out to him to get him on the show. Good, and have not been able to okay. match up. I will. I will make that connection happen. Please do. Yeah, I will make that connection happen. Um, yeah, he's going to be doing some uh, intro med classes, and then we'll do some like T Triple C and some stuff like that. He did a uh, private class uh, last Saturday uh, where they took a. A pork shoulder and he put a hole in it and put a tube in there and they're plugging holes like it's a gunshot and you're stuffing oh. gauze in it and there's just you know soapy blood everywhere and it was super awesome then they had a cookout yeah, no no super soapy is pretty gross <laughs> soapy water and some food coloring so it looks like blood and blood's like really slick and stuff so it's kind of hard to work idea. yeah it's it's it was great um and then you know tourniquets and moving moving people out of high contact areas and stuff like that so he does some awesome classes he's also developed i think we talked about this before or last time was his uh, little fanny pack med pack that he came up with um he's got that and we're kind of he's he's refining the contents like an ifac yeah or? so so um we use the fanny pack because um, if it's on your kit or it's on your belt or whatever, it's not a um, uniformed item, quote unquote, for your group or team or whatever you want to call it. And so a fanny pack, it's it's just there. It's around your waist. It doesn't interfere with your battle belt or anything like that. So you just unclip it, pull it off, and it's that's your IFAC. So you know where it's going to be. Everybody's got one. It's uh, it's very fast because if you're you know you have to deal with um, an injury and you you want to use that person's med kit for them, um, not everybody puts them in the same location. You know they got tourniquets everywhere, but not an actual plugging item like a, a gauze or anything like that, chest seals or whatnot. Which we've talked several times together about when you have that community aspect when you have. Um, personal security, when you have stuff like that, you need to have make sure that you know where that bag yeah, is on. Yeah, it's kind of uniform. And, and yeah. that way, yeah. if Especially you, for your group. Yeah, that, like if you have a mutual assistance group, mm -hmm. like you guys all need to have... So so I have the Spiritus fanny pack, and it just fits right inside of there real nice and tight, and it's, and it's got a tourniquet on the outside, like on the underside of the fanny pack. Uh, just with like shot cord, so you just pull that thing off. You got your tourniquet real quick. You know, I got tourniquets everywhere else too, but mm -hmm. um, it's it's easily found. So it's just it was it was nice because he he come up with this thing and it's just a, a clip. You just clip it off and pull it out and go to work. Everything's right there. Yeah, it's yeah. all vacuum sealed into one thing, and he stacked it all together, vacuum sealed it, so everybody's is exactly the same, I, I in the same order. The next step for my group is, right now we have, almost everybody has it very similar on their plate carriers. Yeah, but it gets in the way. A little bit. Yeah. For some. So that's where, like, the, the fanny pack is nice, and then mm -hmm. if you get into a vehicle, you just move it to the front, and yeah. you're good. Like, when we're patrolling or whatever, we just put it around the back, and off you go. You don't even know it's there. So, so we have uh, we have our plate carrier, yeah, a battle belt. Yep. Where would it where would it go then in that? So you put aspect? your battle belt on first, and then tuck the fanny pack like on the inside of your mags or whatever, and then it just kind of hangs around the back of your battle belt. Okay. Yeah. Or like I said, if you're getting in a vehicle, you just pull it to the front so you're not sitting on it. 
Okay. What's that? Yeah. But it's, it's nice because it's just a, a, a fast buckle. You just un, unbuckle it and pull it out. If you're laying on the ground, it's easy to get to, and everybody so knows right where it's at. When we grew up, how, how the fanny pack was... Was like yeah, the thing, it's right? Back, and, then it, man. and then it went it's away. The Rock had it, you know. We all, yeah. know, we all know the picture. Yeah. And and then now it's it's becoming more very yeah. common use. Absolutely. And a lot of people carry. That's where they carry their, you know, their their their, their CCW in there. Yeah. And yeah, have. I mean, like five uh, eleven has a a tactical quote quote fanny pack with a holster and everything already in it. So pretty neat. So well, the fanny pack thing from Gorilla Medic. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely need to have him on. Yeah, to to talk. He'll talk all medical stuff, man. It's <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Um, the so the we know why we have we have Aaron here. Yeah. We have the prepared mutual friend here as well. And the reason why we have him is because he has a bunch of questions for uh, the the training aspect yeah. when it comes to community. Yeah, when it comes to security, when it comes to perimeter security when it comes to one-on-one combat yeah well yeah um so i was curious how you were going to be setting up um your facility um were they were you looking at doing single man tactics two-man tactics yeah is there a potential classroom setting that you're i kind of already know the answer because i yeah, you were here earlier. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I we may can, have took a sneak peek. Yeah, yeah, you got to come check it out, man. You definitely got to come see it. I have to. It's, um, so we were talking earlier, um, there's a loft above that you can get up onto and you can kind of overwatch what some of the dudes are doing. And you can see, like, if you guys are working, you know, single man or two man doorways. From above, it's a whole different aspect than being in the hallway with them or being in the room. You can kind of see everything. So you get a different uh, point of view, and it's pretty cool because um, you can correct things on the fly as opposed to letting them finish entering the door, and then you're like, okay, but I noticed you doing this. But from above, you're like, hey, hold on. Your barrel's sticking through the doorway or, you know, whatever. Something that you wouldn't see if you're in the hallway versus being in the room or vice versa. Interesting. So different things can, can you can see different things from different perspectives, obviously. Um, one of the other things is we have a 360 camera in the ceiling and we can do playback and, and um, it's all, it's IR and everything. So we can do it at night. We can do it during the day, whatever. But it's, it, it will be set up to where it'll be a standalone We'll have a standalone tablet. So if you guys come in and you just want to rent the whole facility for the day, you'll have your own tablet and your own little login thing, and it'll be just for you so you can see just that camera. Really? Yeah, and then you can you can focus it on a specific room and then 360 of that room, and you can kind of do a playback. You can put it on a flash drive and take it home and whatnot. So it's pretty, okay. it's pretty sweet. That and you can cool. have like your own AAR after the fact, if you don't want to do it there. So it's pretty cool. But to get to your question, um, mm-hmm. we can tailor it to however you want. If you have specific things that you want to do, like single man, two man, or, you know, a full team, um, you just give me a heads up, like at preferably 48 hours in advance. <laughs> if you have a specific way that you want the room kind of mm-hmm. kind of placed um because i'll have to you know move the walls around and whatnot so if you guys want to work on like a, a long hallway with 
two doors um, opposite of the hallways, right? Mm -hmm. So one on the left, one on the right, but they're farther distances away. Um, I can build that long hallway however you want with distances that you want. Like if you want a three-foot hallway or you want a a trailer park hallway, which is 28 inches, Mm -hmm. then, you know, working two dudes in a trailer park hallway is not really fun. No, and you don't want to be utilizing that when you have to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's my changing changing that mm-hmm. up like on the fly if you're actually like quote unquote hitting a building mm-hmm. sucks. <laughs> yeah, especially if you've never done it before and yeah. if you haven't worked with your group. Yeah. I mean, so like right now, like you saw I have it set up. One of them's a trailer park hallway and one of them's a standard mm-hmm. um hallway, so it's three feet. And then, uh, you know, I got doorways, I got windows, I got all kinds of different things. So you got to pull security, you got to check different corners, there's like little closets, and there's all kinds of little stuff in there. So so how much of this training have you kind of done in the past? Okay, so I went through, when I was in the military, I did a CQB instructor course. Um, it was offered, my my unit was like, hey, we got we to gotta send somebody. And I was like, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> That sounds fun. Yeah. It's kind of like a Mount Village instructor course, but it kind of it kind of all correlates. But the big the biggest thing is I've just taken a ton of extra courses on my own. Um, like Orion Training Group uh, came up last year in Coeur d'Alene, and I took their three-day small unit CQB course. And the way that Jared from Orion teaches things, like his philosophy – really made that light bulb switch in my head. Like just um, like talking about two man. So on sitting up on a doorway, you got two dudes holding low ready. Okay. How do you know who goes first? Yeah, it's a lot of nonverbal communication. Right. So, so the way that Jared teaches it is your rifle is a gate. So whoever can see the most in the room should go first. Because they've seen the most, right? So the person that can't see the most opens the gate by moving his rifle up into high ready. Kind so of then, 90 degrees straight Yeah, up. yeah. So he's opening the gate for that f- the first person to go in, and then he snaps in and goes right behind him. So that, to me, like, that was like, duh, why duh. did I think of that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, versus just giving the head nod, but... The thing happens is you're you're both standing on the doorway and you're both nodding at each other and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, if it's go, dark. but yeah, you're just nodding back and forth. Yeah. So like you're just wasting time. So the the gate thing is nice. So what happens if you both open the gate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, somebody just be, goes. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole point of having training. Exactly, so and working together and doing yeah. All, yeah. So that's where like you know having a, a group or a team or whatever you want to call it comes in play where. You train and train and train and train, 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 Mm. you know, so you know each other's tendencies. Like if I give you a winky eye on the left, that means I'm going, you know what I mean? Like it's just little things like that, Mm -hmm. that would, you would know if we trained together, you know what I mean? Versus if I just open the gate and just stand there and I'm staring a hole through your head and you're not moving, then what do I do? I just, I go, I got to move. And then you react. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, that's one of the things like Jared was like, uh, in the class, he was just, if, if you get stuck, just make a decision to move. Cause you're just, you're in a fatal funnel. A doorway is a fatal funnel. It's one of the worst. Is that where you're in, you, you, let's say that does happen. You have like, well, let's just say we're sitting here right now. 
you know, me and him are, are coming to your facility. Yeah. If it comes to that situation, you're always going first. Is you can't, it, is you can't it just do that. No, yeah. No. Be, it's not that simple. It's not. Because um, if you're coming out of a room immediately into a new doorway, if you come out left and he's coming out right, so you're holding security on each other, but the doorway's on your side, on the left, now he's behind you. Then that would so be then, Yeah, okay. so it, it just depends on which way's which. Which way's the door, which way's the window, which way's... You know, it could, it's it's really it's really different. <laughs> everything, everything, everything. I appreciate is the thought of using me as a meat yeah, shield. You, you that, was nice. yeah. that was very nice. Meat shield. <laughs> so meat shield. Yeah. Perfect. So to kind of so we're kind of doing we're doing what's called rep nights. So this Friday actually we're doing uh, a rep night working doorways and hallways. So it's twenty five bucks starting at five o'clock till nine ten o'clock whatever. Um, and just bring your rifle and we'll make it safe and we'll just run doorways and hallways. That's the worst part of CQP in my opinion is doorways and hallways. I got to slide in real quick and I'm going to talk about a new company that just signed on with the extra Lambo podcast. It is empshield.com. You get on there, you order any of their products, use the promo code Lambo two four and that'll save you $50 off your order. And it's $50 off every order you place. This is a great product that is going to save your vehicle from an EMP attack, from nuclear, from a solar flare, from a power grid surge. This unit will save your vehicle from not being drivable. We all know what's coming. We all know what the government's going to do. We all know we've got civil war coming. This unit will be able to get you from your position to wherever your plan is to go. So you're going to need your vehicle for that. As long as you're smart with the travel, you're going to need your vehicle. EMP Shield will guarantee that that will happen in the event an EMP goes off. Now, you use the promo code LAMBO24. It's got three easy wires that plugs right in. It sticks to wherever you want to put it in your vehicle, and it's easily installed. I have one sitting in front of me because I ordered it. This company, they listen to the podcast. They're like, this is a great fit for us. Let's get this into your listeners' hands. EMPshield.com, promo code LAMBO24. I have it in my truck. I know several other of my buddies who have this in their truck as well. We are prepared. We are ready Go get yourself an EMP shield to be able to use your vehicle in the event an EMP goes off. If you want to get from your place to your home, you want to get from your home to your plan plan B, this is how you're going to do it. EMPshield.com, and remember to use the promo code LAMBO24. When so, you said you, uh, the term that you just used coming into this was when you hit a building. Yeah. Will you just say what that what you mean by so, that? So um, in the military, we're given taskings uh, of like, depending on your job, you're giving taskings on like known target buildings or um, high value individuals in a known target building. So it's just a term like you're you're gonna go into that facility, and that's what hitting the building means. So what about communication? Um, one thing that, that the group that I have is just trying to get on the same page 
of everybody knows what those nonverbal cues are. Yeah. How detailed when you're in that, you know, hallways and doorways, yeah. how detailed, how much communication should you have nonverbal to where like in that pressure situation, you don't lose where you're at in, in the conversation that you're having. Yeah. It really just depends. Like if you, if you're just moving around, you're not, you're not going to rescue a high valued individual, right? It's just like, you're just moving along to gain cover or concealment for a short halt, like a short amount of time where you can just kind of chill out and get some rest potentially. And then just, you know, reload. Cause you, you know, you're moving throughout a building, whatever, uh, or, a, a not a building, a city, right? And you just need to take some cover. You pull security. You got two dudes holding security on doors or whatever so that the rest of the team can kind of like jam mags or do whatever they got to do, right? So if, you, um, if you've already shot in that building, go just talk. Because you're already loud, right? Okay. So if it like the the nonverbal communications thing is only really important if you're trying to be stealthy. So if you're if you've already um, like here you move, you know, and and you got person running behind you and you're you're running, you're not being quiet, then it doesn't matter. Um, it, it really like stealth really only matters if you are. Um, night vision things like people don't know you're there kind of thing then you're going to be wanting to do like hand and arm communication hand and arm signals stuff like that and then that's that's a team sop like you got to set that up on your own because everybody's doing something different so and that just comes down to training yeah and that's just training together and stuff like that and and one thing about like the communications in general like radios they always fail it, it doesn't matter. Like, we do an operation, our radio always goes down. So then we're just like, what do we do? We're not getting anything from command or, or the talk or anything. We know the mission parameters. Like, we know what we can do. We know what we can't do. What happens if we come into contact or whatever? Well, we'll react to contact and break contact and then, you know, try and raise the talk and see what happens. No matter what, communications always fail. <laughs> well, it's always to have have a plan B. <laughs> totally, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you, you set up an SOP ahead of time and stick to your SOPs. Know your SOPs. That's it. That's all I can really say. <laughs> what is, so So when we, we, we sign up for your training, yeah. we start off with the, getting the, the correct for the CCW. Yeah. Um, do you have a one-on-one um not not with knife training, but hand hand to hand combat. Do you offer that? I don't personally, but um, my buddy Michael at American Reconstruction Concepts he does a lot of that stuff, and so we use the facility. If I don't teach it, then we use it as a hosting platform. So we'll bring in instructors to teach those specific things. So Michael, um, he's he's really awesome with uh, with a lot of that kind of stuff, like striking and just self defense in general. Um, without a weapon. Um, he teaches live fire with weapons as well. Um, and he does this, um, it's like a, a retreat. I don't really know how to explain it, but it's it was like a, a whole weekend thing of just training. 
but it's at this beautiful resort thing up in up north and it was just amazing my buddy um the tactical doc on instagram he attended michael's uh retreat thing and just he said it was amazing they're doing tons of shooting and different just different training in general and he said it was amazing and the room was awesome it was beautiful and it was just very comfortable um but yeah it was it was great and all the ammo was provided Mm. That was super <laughs> awesome. There yeah. you go. I couldn't believe it. That's when Michael was telling me yeah, about it, I was like, dude, that's freaking cool. Yeah. So, yeah, they'll be doing more of that, I'm sure. Do you but. do, uh, how much reloading do you do? So, I reload mostly for. And, and you laugh. So, let me tell you the story. Okay. All right. Let me yes, tell you the I, story. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I about wet myself. I was laughing for that. Huh? So, I go into Cabela's. Right, and we're we're I'm I'm looking for nine millimeter ammo, and in they have all their boxes and stuff, right? And they're out. Their like Cabela's is like almost out of ammo. Yeah, well, we're not. They found. I'll this, tell you that we're not out of ammo. <laughs> I found this box of five hundred shots. Oh, it was bullets. It was yeah. It was. That's not what the tag said though. It was put in the wrong yeah. spot, and I grab it. And um, it was... Was it, it was, cheap? It was 50 oh. bucks. Yeah. And I'm like... And, and I asked the question. I said, that's not that's not right. She says, well, that's what it's ringing up as. I said, I, All right. That was the only one there. Yeah. Okay? So otherwise, I, my ass would have went back, grabbed yeah. another box, oh, maybe yeah. two more. For sure. And then came out thinking, I just had 50 bullets. <laughs> yeah. Right? I just did a jackpot. I'm, and I'm stoked, man. I take pictures. I send it to the guys <laughs> in my group. I send it to him. And then I open it up, and I go... It's just a projectile. <laughs> Snap a picture. All right, here comes the hate. Yep, here we go. Oh, it wasn't hate. oh my god! Nothing but love. They yeah. they laughed. They love to laugh at you. And still, <laughs> still. Yeah. It's... Anytime he brings up reloading around me, or I but just... I reload for my precision rifles. Okay, that's it. I don't I don't reload for nine. And I don't reload for five five six. How important is knowing how to reload going to be when we have this ammo shortage, when we have, you know, the the Biden administration putting um, uh, parameters on bullet manufacturers yeah. to not sell to the public? Yeah. Or you can't even carry training rounds on yourself. It has to be self-defense. You know, self-defense. Yeah. So I think that reloading is important just in general, like, just to know like what it takes to do it right but the problem is the components right now like powder and primers are next to impossible to find so if you don't already have it good luck <laughs> that's all i'll say because <laughs> is it that bad it's bad like i only have small pistol primers and the most common right now is small rifle for two two three five five six and then large rifle primers for 308, 65 Creed, you know, 6 mil Creed, 243, 270, all these other big bore bolt action rifles or AR-10s, you can't find them. And then finding the powder to go with it is crazy. It's just insane. So this might be a, the, one of those dumb questions where you walk into a place and you don't want to ask a dumb question. Are your primers, are they universal to, you know, uh, are they universal going as you're, as you're, reloading can they be universal to each bullet 
Or is it, do you have to have it specific to this is a nine millimeter, this yeah. is a 10 millimeter? Okay, so nine millimeter, 40, and some 45 caliber are small pistol. There's large pistol, there's magnum pistol, there's small rifle, there's large rifle, there's magnum rifle. So it depends on what so, you're using. Yeah, it, it really, like, so if you're doing like a 300 Win Mag or a 308 or a 6.5 Creed or, and on a, and some, some, uh, like, 6.5 Creed and 6mm Creed and some of the, like, competition-built brass also take small rifle primers. So it just, it really just depends on what you're doing. Like, if you're buying, like, alpha brass for a competition gun, they use a small rifle primer for a large rifle caliber. So it's... Interesting. It's, yeah, it's just crazy. Because small rifle primers... Um, were easier to get than large rifle primers at the time. So they were like, well, okay, it still ignites fine. It still is igniting the powder. We're still getting the same muzzle velocity. We're still getting the same performance out of a small rifle primer as we were as a large rifle primer. So why do we have to make it a large rifle primer pocket? You know, <laughs> so they quit. <laughs> they just started making small rifle primer pockets. Okay. And it still is performing just fine. But... So, to answer your question, no. <laughs> just, just flat out no. Some calibers, like 9mm 40 and, like I said, some 45, will take small small pistol. And then same thing with, like, um, 223, 5.56, five, uh, 224 Valkyrie, like the 6, Cre or, uh, six Arc takes, I think it takes a small one. I don't remember now. Nope. Yeah. But you got me on that one. Six, I, I've been out of that loop. Yeah. So mm -hmm. six six millimeter Creed and six five Creed, they're a large rifle primarily. Like if you just buy Hornady brass, then it's large rifle. So if you are trying to get into reloading. I didn't really know I was <laughs> trying to. If you're I think trying, I just kind of walked into yeah, it. Yeah. So if you're trying to get into reloading. <laughs> He's trying to justify himself. Get if, I mean, if you shoot 9 mil or, you know, 40, 45, so 40, for 10 mil, it would be the same. It's still a small rifle primer, or small pistol primer, sorry. Um, 223-308 or something along those lines. Small pistol primers, small rifle primers, large rifle primers. Okay. That's a good starting point. Okay. But the problem is finding large rifle primers right now is like unobtainium. Good luck. I've been on back order for two years for large rifle primers. Wow. Yeah. And I, I don't order just, you know, 1,000 of them. I'm talking like ten to 20,000 of them at a time, and they still can't fulfill it because wow. they're not making them fast enough and enough of them to keep up with normal production of ammo and sell us the primers. Okay. It's just insane. So, and then the whole thing with, like, CCI making ammo and, and then selling CCI to that Czech company, it's just, I mean, the production of ammo is going to drop drastically. Didn't the Biden administration kill off 223? Or you have to only buy 5.56? Five, five, well, it's, only, it's, a, it's an evil black gun round. Yeah. So, that's why. Okay. So, yeah. that's the issue is with the military coming out with its new platform yeah uh, one of the largest ammo manufacturers is yeah. cutting back on it on yeah. the manufacturing of civilian ammo okay quotes. 
Yeah. Air quotes. <laughs> Air quotes. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's going to get hairy. Do you have another Things. question? <laughs> well, yeah. I was going to bring him back to the training. Now Go for it. Yeah, to justify yeah. your, Go for it. That's where I was, your, your that's purchase, where I was coming back. <laughs> you know, so being in the yeah, position we where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, so how do you, how do you balance, um, from say a group coming in uh-huh. that has watched a lot of internet videos, watched right. a lot of John Wick movies. This is how you breach doors. <laughs> Where do you balance that enthusiasm right. with a reality check? He is the boogeyman. So the is that man. something like you almost set him up for failure right away to kind of get him to snap back into a reality? Um, I wouldn't go as, I wouldn't do that. Just, that's not just how, that's not how I operate. I would, honestly, I would show them how it's properly done and then let them kind of figure it out themselves. Um, show them the proper way to do it. Cause a lot of the things like you see on movies and stuff, they're, they're actual teams hitting, you know, C4 on the door and they're blowing the doorway and then they just kind of rush in. Well, yeah, because there's explosives, and now there's nobody by the door, right? So right. there's you got a clear path, you know, like the TV show SEAL Team. Mm-hmm. They always, you know, put something on the door. They got a breacher, and they got you know a charge or whatever. That's not. We don't have that. No, no. <laughs> I mean, they, they don't I don't have, have that. Right. And <laughs> Some people have that. In reality, those military teams have been training for ten plus years. Oh gosh, yeah. They have. Yeah, more than hand signals down. They have hundred percent. You could just look at me the right way, and I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. They <laughs> have typically they've been watching that facility yeah. for weeks at yep. a time. It's all reconned. Yep. So there's they a got lot drones over top. That, yeah. You know. Yeah, it, I, it's not the same. It's right. not the same. Like civilian room clearing is not the same as a military unit hitting a building, right? Because. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like we just said, they got drones. They got, you know, they got recon teams setting up, you know, two, two, three, four, five days in advance just to, to see who's coming in, who's coming out, who's, who's staying, who's mm-hmm. leaving, you know, all this stuff like the, who's, who's like giving orders, who's, how many girls are there, what, what food are they ordering, where are they ordering it from, all this different things. Not everybody does that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a mutual assistance group, if if we are in the dark days of our world, which, I mean, we're, we're kind of there. It could be there well, anytime, right? Yeah, and as, you know, that was a scenario I had thought about yeah. was something similar along that. Right. You got the dark area, you know, where law and order has completely broken yeah. down. Yeah, we are now without rule of have, law. Yeah. You know, a group of thugs or yeah. an enemy combatant, they have taken over kind of a roadway set up roadblocks yeah they've occupied a church now yeah i'm just throwing out a yeah, church I got because you. yeah it's a building with numerous hallways yeah and um, a big meeting area yeah a large meeting area um they say they've taken supplies yeah you know absolutely. how are you going to go about that you so know, me if they're demanding ransoms for okay. just passing by okay so what i'm going to do um, and, and I think I speak for a lot of the guys that I train with, we're going to watch them. We're going to see how they act for days, mm-hmm. even, even in like, cause I, I'm not going to make a hasty decision and risk getting killed. Right. Cause I don't have backup. Mm-hmm. Like 
I don't have, a, I mean, I got a medic, but like, I don't have a medic. I don't have a hospital that I can go to at that I point. I want to know right? how good he is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't want him to cut me open. Right. Um, I want to, I want to leave with the same amount of holes as I arrived with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to do all of my research. I'm going to sit back there. I'm going to take my Mark 12 and I'm going to watch him through the scope. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, or, you know, whatever rifle I can, that is a magnified optic, I'm going to do it from a ways away and they're not going to know I'm there. And, and, you know, and we're going to have notepads and we're going to you know, write everything down. We're going to draw descriptions. We're going to, you know, the, the, the type of uh, guns they have, you know, and if we can see through doorways, what we're seeing in there and, and then we're going to take that back and develop a plan. We're going to develop a range card. We're going to develop all this stuff. And um, if, if if it's a known building, like potentially like I've been to that building before, before, you know, crap mm-hmm. hit the fan, right? Then I'll know the layout. I, I was, um, I'm blessed with kind of a photographic memory. And so like if I've been into a building and I've like been through that whole building, I'll remember it. And I can, I could draw it out. I can tell you how many steps that it takes me to take, you know, from the front doorway to the, the right hallway or whatever. I don't, it's just something that I kind of, I don't think it's really a photographic maybe and just kind of developed over time, mm-hmm. just drawing up, you know, shoot house plans and things like that. So that was kind of cool. But getting back to it, like if, if I've been to that building, I could vividly draw exactly where the hallways are the exits are where the windows are where all this stuff is at so if, if that's a i try and go into a lot of buildings in spokane just because just to see <laughs> yeah, just you this. almost have to yeah I've, I've driven almost every road in spokane oh yeah oh and that's that's how my, many times have you had your suspension checked yeah i mean it's yeah <laughs> all the potholes and minus downtown the one ways <laughs> but yeah that uh. With yeah. you with buildings, you get the, yeah, me, you it's, could, it's driving. I can, yeah. I'm really good at directions. It's yeah. like, I, you know. My, you could tell me how to get yeah, to a building. Yeah, my kids yeah. growing up would laugh. They're like, oh, that's just out driving. You know, we'd go yeah. out to BFE and around. Oh, and yeah. How did we end up here? You know, now I re- recognize. Yeah. It's like, I always want to go different ways. Yeah, absolutely. learning as much as I yeah. can. Yeah. Yep. So, I think it's, it's more... Um, it's all intel, right? You're gathering your own intel for your own group to take back to them. And the more intel that you can give them, the better off the plan will be. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, like, if if you can develop a detailed um, range card and, uh, you know, of how many people are there, how many people are leaving, how many people are coming back if they have medical supplies, if they got water, food, you know, all that stuff. And then if it's a viable target for you as a team or group or whatever, like if they have 15 dudes and you're a group of four, it's probably not good odds. Yeah. So that's where you just want to like see where they go and maybe follow them and then potentially sabotage some things or you know strategically acquired, yeah, strategically acquired <laughs> things and don't don't talk naughty he'll get do, a chubby over here do, you know but you you get where i'm going like of course. It, 
and make them not have 15 dudes. <laughs> no, so, I, mean, I, I think that's, that's great, you know, especially. The biggest thing is like um, with the weather, mm-hmm. like when do you, when do you think they're going to, and, and this is, this might be a gigantic rabbit hole. So if I were going hang on, to hang on, I need my shovel. Yeah. Yeah. Great, <laughs> grab a big one. Uh, if I were going to disrupt a community, right? Like, or, or a nation say quote mm-hmm. nation. Um, when would you do it? I, I'm just curious. Like I would either do it in the darkest point of winter or yep. the hottest point of summer. Yeah. I think winter because I can control heat. I can control food. And it's so icy a lot of times that now you don't have ice melt. Now you don't have all the stuff that you can't just run to Ace Hardware and buy a bag of ice melt, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not moving. Mm-hmm. You're Oh, your shovel broke? Now you can't go buy another shovel. What are you going to do? Use your hands and get frostbite? Oh, your gloves are soaking wet. Well, you can't heat them in the dryer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so no, that's nothing. Winter, I think, would be the the optimal time to do that. And um, like we see power grids going out back east on like oil, oil refineries and things like that, just out of nowhere. Hmm, what do you think they're doing? It's all a test. Totally, it's all a it's test. All a How test. are the people going to react? Tell, yeah. I mean, think about, like, Black Friday. I think we talked about this last time. Think about, like, Black Friday, right? What are you going to do over a TV, right? Oh, oh, yeah. People yeah, are yeah. stomping out people over a TV. Yep. What do you think they're going to do if their kids are hungry? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you need baby formula or you need to- toilet paper. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Here like, it is again. <laughs> we, saw, we saw how that went yeah. out with toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to buy that. a pallet of water and sell it. Yeah. That actually happened here in yeah. Spokane. Somebody bought a pallet okay. of water at Costco and was selling it on Marketplace. Oh, really? <laughs> like yeah, triple the that. amount of money. Like, you know, it's $4 or whatever for a, uh, a case of water. Mm-hmm. It was like $16 a case. I'm just Easy like, easies. supply and demand, though. Yep. They didn't have any water. What are you going to do? Yep. I, I mean, it's, maybe it, turn it's your faucet on. I not not ethical, but <laughs> no, totally. I totally agree with. <laughs> but like, people are so in. Like, I only drink bottled water. Okay, you have a faucet. You could boil it. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have electricity, uh, I mean, that, that's why they want to have every all yeah. these houses with electric ranges. Yeah. Well, they don't want to have gas powered anything yeah. because they want to be able to control. They want right to turn there. it off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I think um, was it modern electric because our house is gas, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna convert everybody to electric. <laughs> the no, you, you aren't. Absolutely <laughs> not. Now you are in that aspect of of construction and building <laughs> slightly. Do you <laughs> deeply slightly yes. just just slightly? Like I'm I'm buying bullets. <laughs> yeah. S- slightly. Just slightly. Yes. Are, is that a thing of you're not setting up homes with gas? Is it more everything being curtailed to electricity? So there's an aspect, there's an area of our company that does a lot of low-income housing. None of it is gas. None. Hmm. Not a single thing. Yeah. Every brand new fridge, every brand new range, all electric. Are they smart? 
Like smart fridges, smart ranges, stuff like that. It, most of the time, no. Okay, no. That would that would be just extra on the top, like that, the whipped cream. Yeah. You know? yeah. No. <laughs> well, and we know where that goes. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. social credit score. That's yeah. individual carbon footprint. That's yeah. you know. Yeah. But at that point, those people are already they're living off the government anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So. No, no, like they they're not. They're living off of us. Let's be. Yeah, I'm, I'm paying for it as they're yeah. stealing my tools. Whatever. <laughs> so, Damn it, now I'm gonna buy as, as I'm trying to make their place better. Yeah. That's just a rumor. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. We're here for entertainment purposes only. No, this is true. It's all fiction. <laughs> Sorry, guy who listens on my phone. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, NSA. So, Agent awesome. Smith is like, yep, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Wait. So this, so your training facility, yeah. it sounds like it's a lot of the close quarters scenario. Yeah. So are you going to expand to like, say, urban evasion in a classroom setting or something a little bit bigger? So um, that's, once again, not something that I teach personally. Mm-hmm. Um, my buddy uh, Mitch over at Ag- Agno- Agonic, I can never say that thing right. Is sounds like a mouthful. Ag- Agonic, I think it's A-G-O-N-I-C. Um, he's a former SEER instructor and stuff like that. So we're actually, I just was talking to him the other day about doing a survival style course. Um, not necessarily urban yet, mm-hmm. um, but definitely like, you know, bushcraft stuff where you're shooting squirrels and, I mean, you're surviving, right? Yeah. Um, and then um, my... Uh, I've taken a couple courses with um, uh, a guy named Chris at uh, Combat Studies Group. He does one that's called uh, Ground Rod, and that is a it's more of a techie kind of class where you're doing like um, different operating systems and like secure phones and. Um, one-time pads. Do you know what a one-time pad is? It's like a generated yeah, code where you have to, like, you have a, um, a key and you have to decipher it. So if I wanted to tell you, hey, bring more ammo, it's, like, all numbers. And then, like, because you're adding the code, so you add, from like, the key, you add the numbers together to, to generate a letter. Okay. Me, I'm you sub- showed me this. I last did time. tell you about. Yeah, yeah. after after yeah, the show, yeah, yeah. we after had another that, hour yeah. long conversation. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, I'm like, did. God damn it, I should have just yeah. kept-, <laughs> kept recording. <laughs> we use it for B roll. Yeah, you showed me that yeah. too. Yes. So, and then there's another thing. Like, if you want to do a um, a dead drop, he teaches you how to do dead drops and how to do like. Um, was the NFT where you put your phone on top and like the, the tap to pay kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's like that, but you get a, a code and that code is a location, but it's only three words. There's an app. It's called what three words. So if we bring up our location right now, I'll do it on my phone. So, so while you're, while you're doing that. So I need to find somebody in my group that's way smarter than me. On this aspect. Yeah. I know my faults. Yeah. (laughs) In this situation where you've got these coding words, Mm -hmm. how is it going to be useful to us when you've got complete chaos going around? We might still have power. They might have shut the internet down. You know, they've they've talked about just the internet going down, which I don't I don't believe at all. It's all hand in hand. Yeah. But 
we still have electricity. And now if we don't have electricity, none of that's going to matter anyway. Yeah, totally. So it, how is that going to be beneficial when complete chaos is going around and nobody knows what is going on? It won't. Okay. It, it won't. Um, the only thing that will really be beneficial would be like um, communications, like radios and uh, like ham licenses and things like that. But even still, like if they if they shut all the power down and they and they do say there's a what's it called EMP uh, EMP yeah <laughs> you're screwed <laughs> unless you got EMP unless bags you're, unless you got, you're prepared yeah you got you know all the stuff to put your electronics in like I I'm uh, I love night vision and I, love, I have a question about and I about love thermals and I love all those things um, I store them in in. EMP bags. Yes. If you were smart, you do. Yes. <laughs> because, I mean, they're not on all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So they're just sitting on guns. But, like, the scope coats or whatever. I'll, they make... I'll take this moment for everybody who has shit in an EMP bag in a Faraday cage. Yeah. Charge your batteries. Charge no. your batteries. So night vision, take your batteries out. Yeah. Take your batteries out. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't leave them in. Uh, just put some, you know, um, lithium batteries in the bag with your night vision and whatnot a lot of people don't um check their batteries as they're as it is and radios you, yeah and radio yeah and put your charger in there because it will also yep. affect your charger 100 percent um so yeah it's the cables like it can short the cable and you know all this stuff but yeah i i keep them in um uh, i use the company called silent s-l-n-t for my night vision and then they have this big duffel bag i can just throw everything in all at once so any like plate carrier i can just have like a go bag or whatever and it's um s l n t it's pronounced silent um and it's it's great there i mean the bags are kind of expensive but you kind of get what you pay for right so yeah and i mean you got potentially tens of thousands of dollars worth of gear that you want you would like to use right? you're, yeah you're, you're <laughs> so, counting on to keep yeah. you alive yeah, so, I mean, how much is a, a $300 bag worth? <laughs> yeah, right? B before you get to that, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, my theory is when they, if if it is government-issued EMP, yeah. boom, they're going to they're gonna launch one. Yeah. Then they're going to wait two days, three days, and then they're going to launch another one because they know they that make sure. people are yeah. prepared, right? Yep. And then it's like, all right, we must be good. They hit the button. Hit it again. again. Yeah. So just just be prepared for that and know yeah. that it's not have going to just be for your one. Backups. Correct. Yeah. Correct. You have one. You have none. Yeah. Two. You have one. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Like Balfing radios are cheap. Mm, correct. Buy like twelve of them <laughs> or whatever. Right. You know. Keep some in the keep some in a Faraday bag and and well keep them all in a Faraday bag, but don't put them all together because as soon as you pull one out and then like what you said, if they do a second one. Then that one's gone. Or yep. if you have, you know, six of them out, now the other six are still safe. You know, so it's whatever. All right. Show okay. Us what so you got the there. what three what three words? So I'm just gonna pick a random spot. Uh, we're gonna pick uh, Lincoln Park. Okay. So I put I put in Lincoln Park, and it generates the three words at the top there. Okay. Okay. So it's it's Phil's ever vine is those three words. So now if I pick another part off in Lincoln Park but in a different corner, it changes those words. So like if you're going to do a drop or a gear drop or you have a uh, 
cache or whatever. Something buried in the ground. Yeah, whatever. What, or just not in the ground. It could be wherever, container. right? And then that you mark that. That's your what three words? So like I just moved it from that bucket fails decent. Yeah. So bucket fails decent is in the far left corner of uh, Lincoln Park. But then if I move to the far right corner of Lincoln Park, it's vague cycle update. So every square of the earth really has its own three words. Okay. So now in a now would you so like if we're trying to do something in Coeur d'Alene right now, mm-hmm. right? And we're 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 um, I want you to pick up a package, but I want it to be really discreet. Okay, so I'm gonna put those what three words in a one-time pad. I'm gonna create a one-time pad, and then I'm gonna send you the key, and then you're gonna go just straight those three words. Yeah, just okay. just those three words. What if it's in the aspect where? There's other people awake to what's going on. They also do that. Do you want to create a they conversation? Cannot, no, they cannot solve those what three words without the key. Okay. So they would need to know. Yeah, what it the would key take is. forever for okay. them to try and do okay. that. If you didn't have the key, you couldn't figure out what that said. So it's not an overthinking situation. No, you just gotcha. have to have. You just got to know thing. how to do it. Okay. Yeah, you got to know how to, to crack the code. Okay. So it's pretty cool. And you, got it, boss? you yeah. can buy little <laughs> NFTs on Amazon and it will like if you know, like the tap to pay things, you can just buy those NFTs on, on Amazon. Okay. And then you stick them in a store and uh, you bump your phone up and it automatically picks it up and it gives you what three words. Boom. Then you go. Now you know where your cash is at. It's okay. It, yeah. It's pretty cool. Interesting. Interesting. So, but that would be like if, I'm doing an operation and I need help. So somebody's going to set the cache at a location and say RV at, so rendezvous at blah, blah, blah over the radio. And then I I know ahead of time, like that's a pre-planned thing. Like I'm looking for an NFT. Cool. And then in just, that area. Whoop. Yeah. in Yeah, in the area. It could be, I mean, they're, they're the size of a quarter. They can be, or smaller. Okay. So you gotta you gotta hunt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, but again, that would be the the communication that you have. Yeah, that's pre planning. Pre planning. That's, that's in your SOPs. Of- yeah, that's that's in your pace plan. I mean, that's that's a that's a thing. Okay. So you gotta you gotta get all your kind of your your shit squared away. Okay. So interesting. It's pretty cool. Uh, that yeah. adds another d- dynamic to the communication and your Total, route plan. Yeah, absolutely. So that's from uh, Chris at Combat, Combat Studies Group. He teaches those classes. He teaches you all that stuff. Um, so it's ground rod one, two, and then three is an urban evasion, utilizing those skills that you learned in one and two. <laughs> so it's it's pretty cool. Like we, I did um, op four searching for the students and all i had was just a, a headshot of what they looked like so i mean you're setting up a cache the night before with disguises and bicycles and you know anything you can really think of to get from a designated location to miles away mm-hmm. to complete the course so mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty neat and those are nft cards is that is that what it is that you're looking well for? yeah that's to get like uh you it, the NFT you can scan it and it would say anything. Okay, it doesn't have to be like a what three words thing. The what three words would be a location for extra. Ammo I was just I was just that's what we want to start 
yeah, getting check, on Amazon check, or whatever. Yeah, check and, NFTs, check okay. um, like one-time pad. I, I bought a one-time, one-time pad. pad printer, so I can I can print out a oh. certain code, and then I can generate a message, like the what three words, or send ammo, need whiskey as well. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter. I can literally convert it to say whatever I want and then give you the key. Okay. And then you can... I mean, it's fun. It's pretty cool. You need more whiskey. You need more whiskey <laughs> since you brought it up. I mean, I'll take. I'll take a little, <laughs> a little splash. We're a drinking little a little uh, noble, noble oak. Very nice tonight. Yeah, it's pretty good. I normally drink Pendleton, but this no, is uh, you're right up I, his alley. I, right? Yeah, I saw that I got, over there. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, this. I was just trying to get a little something different. So I got yeah. a guy that that I know and and really respect that he does a whiskey night. And oh, cool. So the thing is, you show. You show up with a new bottle and you uh-huh. try new things. And this, I really liked how it was kind of, you know, it's a simple yeah. front to it. And I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that. So, or that, or a, there was a 1796, I think, was okay. the other bottle that I was looking right. at. So, but I went with that one. Yeah, so check the, out the North Idaho Whiskey Lovers on Facebook. They got a, they do like tastings and stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. My buddy Jordan is like the the owner of the page. Oh, okay. And uh, his bar is impressive. <laughs> Where is it at? So he, he it's in his house. Like his actual like home bar mm-hmm. makes like normal bars look raggedy. Okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. I like going to the cigar lounge. Up so, at the oh yeah. Okay. Have, have a whiskey there. Yeah, have a cigar yeah. up there. Yeah. We had. What did we have? We had Buffalo Trace Buffalo there. Trace that night. Oh yeah. yeah. Buffalo Trace, Trace is, is really good. nice. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, Pendleton Dark or Black or whatever they call it. That's pretty good. I too. actually, yeah, you tried that one. I haven't, but okay. I saw that there when I bought this. Yeah, and I know what this is. Uh-huh. So it's like I wanted to try something that I hadn't before. It's got to be in the same line as this. It might yeah. be a little bit more smooth. It's a little smoother. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then if you smoke it, have you seen those like little mm-hmm. tabletop? The little, the, mm-hmm. it's not a decanter. It's uh, that little. It's a little tray. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You put a little lid on it, and you got some, some little wood in there, and you hit it with a little, oh, man. Isn't that, that what, is, a, what you can do with an old-fashioned? Yeah. Can't you yeah. Smoke you can smoke an old-fashioned. Old yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I've, I've got one that I'm willing to I'm wanting to break out soon, but I, oh, want, nice. I want a little help. So I brought it up from Arizona. Okay. So it's a blue corn whiskey, Ooh. which you can only get kind of in... In Arizona or Texas are the only two okay. that are really making it right now. Wow. Because of the arid temperature. The type, yeah. So it doesn't even travel very well really? across borders. Oh, so yeah. Some, oh, yeah. I getcha. Okay. The elevations. Yeah. So climate, maybe. Somehow pressure. it managed to end up in my collection. Weird. But it is nice. A, it is a very nice. It'll throw you off the first sip. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You're not, like, not prepared at all. Yeah. And we then had, about so I, two sips later, you're like, "This is kind of nice." <laughs> I'll be honest, it's kind of nice. We have a customer <laughs> that is starting his own, um, like company making whiskey, and and uh, he brought me a, a mason jar. Okay, have you ever had a white whiskey? Mm-hmm. Holy cow! Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it looks like moonshine. Okay, it's clear. It, yeah, very clear. It's uber clear. <laughs> It's but it's like, like a, it'll throw you off. Oh, it's it's. You're uh, expecting like uh yeah. I mean, it's not your normal like, like brown yeah. like that. It is water clear. Actually, probably clear more clear yeah, than water. I would I would clear. say, but 
my god he's like yeah you got to put an ice cube in there to tone it down i was like oh, okay oh really yeah, he goes, yeah it's it like 120 dirty. proof i was like oh it's like everclear oh. yeah yeah but whiskey but whiskey. whiskey okay yeah and i i i was kind of getting a cold and I was like, I know exactly what to do. <laughs> Boy, I was done. <laughs> it was like, I swear, that's why I didn't get COVID. I had a Jack Daniels. Yeah. Jack night. Daniels, here's what ails you. Yeah, yeah, man. Just take a big <laughs> whiff. You open the jar and you're just like, <laughs> burn so good. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I, I got on the, uh, uh, on Facebook. It's a, it's a prepper group. Yeah. Um, and I was talking about barter boxes. Because yeah. I was like, I, I was talking about, um, uh, roles. Yeah. In, in a community like that. <laughs> you okay there, Daffy Duck? <laughs> it's a corked bottle. Back off. Uh, we're, we're, somebody had posted, what are the roles that a man and a woman are going to play in that in that aspect of like when shit hits the fan? And I said, right. you're not going to have this woke, liberal, mm. I'm an independent, I'm, you know, you're having traditional roles. And if you don't fit into those roles... They're gonna excommunicate. You're gonna get booted. Yep, you're yeah. booted. You're not. You're not going to fit in. Excommunicado. Uh, yeah, you're not <laughs> fitting in that. And I and then I brought up the word barter box, and somebody's yeah. like, "What is a what a barter What's box?" A barter so box. I had to go and explain it. Like I've got tampons in there. I've got yeah. playing cards, coloring books, uh, mouthwash. You know something? I said at some point, I might run out of coffee. I'm going to trade you a box of tampons or hair gel or, yeah. or, or, or hair shampoo whatever, or yeah. whatever for a, a, a pot of coffee. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but you're a dude. What do you need tampons for? I don't. So what is <laughs> other people? Yeah, might. other people might. So yeah. I had to explain the purpose of the shot. barter box. Yeah. So it's oh, like, God. even though you might be in a prepper group and Please you can do all of this, <laughs> you can do all of this other stuff. There are still things that people don't understand when it comes to being in a survival situation. Like, Oh, yeah. So... It's all comfort things. Like people, people don't realize that the comfort things that we take advantage of now, somebody's gonna want to barter that later. Like mm-hmm. alcohol, cigarettes. I don't mm-hmm. smoke. I got a whole carton of cigarettes in my you know stash. Right. Yeah. yeah. I used to have chew. I don't. Yeah, I don't have I don't, them. I've yeah. given them away. But. So raw tobacco leaves. You can Ooh, get air seal them. Yeah, Ooh, that's a you great can idea. Vacuum seal them. Red man. Yeah. Beach nut. Yeah. And, and then just, air seal it. Yeah, That's a vacuum great idea. seal it. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, Bisquick, like pancake mix. Or just, I mean, doesn't have enough to satisfy. Okay. Right? And then air food save it for air yeah. seal it as well. Put it in a vacuum sealed Interesting. bag. I never thought about that. And That's then a good idea. If you want to be like nice to them, tell them how much is in there and what to add. And, you know, um, tell them you have ammo. Yeah. <laughs> nah. nah. No, just t- nine millimeter brass. I got yeah. I got that. You got a reloader? <laughs> just nine mil bullets. Yeah. Was, just what bullets. are we partnering out twelve of them in a little baggie? <laughs> like a little drug dealer. A little dime bag of ten I'm bullets. Trying to help hey, you I know what I got. Them. It's, I'm trying it's, to help you. Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> it's Washington compliant. There's ten bullets in there. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> I gotta get rid of them somehow. I don't either that or I gotta pick it up. I don't know. They're gonna be good in a slingshot. It's about are we? Are they um, just ball ammo or are they hollow points? No. Ball. Okay. Yeah, they're, just, they're just yeah training ammo. Yes. Put them on. Uh, put them on a buy sell group. Somebody will, somebody in the area will buy them. There's a lot of competition shooters. They'll buy them. Oh, I bet they're up in the safe. Why? I don't remember what I did with them. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't want my kids to <laughs> melt them down. <laughs> I see a, an epoxy table in your future. Well, that's what, that's what we had talked about. Like, I know. You could just line it up and make it look like some bling bling. Yeah, you could get save your uh, Pendleton corks, cut the cork off and use that, and then put bullets in between. That'd be so sweet. Just put a little extra Lambo. <laughs> Oh yeah, like yeah, like your wood one. Yeah, just all the black is just bullets. It is bullets. <laughs> well, you got five hundred. Uh, you, you'll have some extra. Uh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you'll have um, some extra. Your facility. <laughs> all right, let's. Get your back facility. On it. <laughs> uh, in the community aspect, and yeah. I, you might have something that leans into this direction as well. In the community aspect, when it comes to perimeter security, mm-hmm. is it? Are, do you do, do? Would you train that as well for a two on two or a three on three situation mm-hmm. of, of how to protect your, you know, whatever your area is? So, like, you're talking like outside the house. I'm talking about so, outside. So let's say we live in wa- an area. I know where you're going. Oh, okay. Let's say we live in an area, and okay. we have like, let's say there's. Um, five different families, and we're okay. all in this this group. A whatever. group, okay. And you know, we all have our own little five acre plot or yeah. three acre plot, whatever. So we've got a pretty decent area. Yeah. Um, we're that's what we're we're trying to You're trying to secure that, that area. Secure that area. We don't want okay. people walking up our roadway. Um, the you. highway. Let's say there's a highway right there. Yep. How, do, how how would you go about training so that? Do you train for that? The tactics are still kind of the same. Like you're still doing, you're still um, pulling security because you got to watch your six all the time. Somebody has to, right? If if you're a two man team, somebody's always rotating for for rear security at one point or another. Um, so the tactics are still the same. The only the only real difference is because it's kind of an open area. You're going to be crossing danger areas, which is roads and. Um, longer stretches like between houses and things like that. So that's considered a danger, a linear danger area Um, or LDA if you want to get super technical. Um, So honestly, best way to train for that um, is the Ranger Handbook. They go over everything SOP wise for the Army Rangers. Now, not not park ranger. No, not not uh, park ranger. Um, that being said, once you have solid training, I'll just say that solid training, like with within your group, um, that's where you're gonna want to reach out to an instructor that you trust. And do a on-site training. Okay, does that make sense? Yep. So, so it's your group of people, and you tell them, "Hey, we want to specifically work on perimeter security and how to defend or um, attack a certain location." I guess right. So, um, and and like. When I was in the, I used to do like perimeter security assessments uh, when I was in the military, and so I would I would check like all the cameras around the the base perimeter. Um, that was like one of our things because we're all we're all um, resp- like us as the military police were responsible for the perimeter security. So we're driving the whole perimeter of the whole base, 
even through like the housing area, like we're driving through people's backyards. <laughs> There's like uh, playing baseball or whatever. <laughs> they should be used to it at that uh, point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you would think. Yeah, but not really. The dogs are going crazy, but yeah. So we're I mean, we're checking all the fences. We don't want to make we want to make sure there's no holes like people can crawl through and you know rob your house or whatever. So that that was one of the things that I did. And then um, it's a lot different though with cameras. You know what I mean? Like it, if you're in a controlled uh, neighborhood, quote quote, where you've got three or four houses that are on your team or group or whatever you want to call it, you should probably have cameras that way you've got 360 of the area. That's a, a start, right? And then have a battery backup for those cameras and then maybe run solar for those cameras instead of relying on electricity. Mm -hmm. um, Cause then you can still, you know, do, you can still check your security cameras and even if the grid is down, um, that's probably where I would start is focusing on, each individual home's perimeter security first before you go to a whole community. Okay. Because, like I said earlier, you are your own first responder. So if you're working in as a group, you just quadrupled the amount of people, right? So if you got four homes, you've, you've doubled or quadrupled even that, right? So if you're a, a one-man team and then you've got four other people and they're married... You got you got a lot of people or four other houses and there's two adults and potentially teenagers and stuff that are kind of in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you got a you got a pretty good you got a, a pretty good group going. Um, you don't have to worry about pulling security on your own because you you got to sleep. So somebody's gonna hit your house while you're sleeping. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, yeah, you you just gotta focus on ways to. Um, observe without a live person actually being there, like alarm system style, you know, bright lights and things like that, that will alert you while booby you're... booby traps or yeah, some sort. Not necessarily or, booby traps, well, but yeah, like a noise, something. Yeah, like, you know, you get out Trip in the woods and you set a, you set a lineup of soda cans. Yeah. If a bear crosses it, it's gonna make gonna a, a rattling cans, noise. Right. Yeah, you put what is that uh, the shotgun shell thing with the tripwire? What is that called? Uh, so Fifth Ops, yeah, Fifth Ops makes that. They're actually in Idaho. Oh, really? Yeah, they're up in Coeur d'Alene. Um, but yeah, it's it, you take a blank uh, twelve gauge or twenty two. Yeah. They have twenty two ones like ram shot for yeah, yeah. But the twelve gauge ones, and it's on a tripwire. And if that thing pulls, the firing pin hits the shell and Bang, there mm -hmm. you go. Um, great, great idea. Um, the other thing is you can get like um, these little uh, electronic, I don't know how else to call it, but it's like a rape alarm where it's on a key ring and you just pull that thing and it just makes a screaming okay. noise. Okay. Well, I, ju I just purchased one. Yeah, it's like pink or whatever. Uh, yeah, mine's black. Yeah, but, I bought uh, a pink I, one because I'm going to spray paint it anyway, so I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I, I could... I couldn't suck up the pink color. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I prefer uh, black. Yeah, so you just hidden. screw it into a tree or, yeah. or a post or whatever. 
uh, it's got like a key ring thing. You just put a, a big enough bolt with like a, a washer or whatever to hold it in place, and then a trip wire on the other end. Okay. And if somebody crosses it, it just screams. It okay. is and loud. It does not turn off it is until loud. you put the other end. Oh back wow! Together. You have to put it back in. You have to. Oh wow! Yeah, it's It'll loud. Go. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it. I mean, there's little things like you can. I I was just watching a video before I came about how to build my own smoke grenades, and it's just like stump remover and powdered sugar. Really? And um, so, oh, what's, what's the ATF's deal on that? Were you okay? Because <laughs> so, if you're are you familiar with IWA know, International? No, it. No way! I, 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 I yeah. got you. I was so frustrated. I'm following. I'm with you because I looked at it as you know, if you it's are a, direct a hunter, if you are a hunter or great a hiker, way to signal. Holy crap! You need to, you yeah. get lost. Yeah, signaling. And now device. you can't pop a signal. Yeah, you have to pop a road flare. Yeah, and, and then start burn a forest, the forest fire. Down. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, Swarm and candles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What's Breakfast calm Club down, where you're standing up? Calm down. Calm down. Yeah. Okay, so IWA International, as soon as the ATF came out with that, they immediately, immediately went after them. They're mm-hmm. like, this is not what you think it is. It's not an actual flashbang. It's not an actual whatever, right? Yeah. Also, it's kind of along the lines of gun control. It's kind of irrelevant because you can buy galvanized piping at Ace Hardware, mm-hmm. right? And they just so happen to be the same size as a 12-gauge. Weird. Huh. It's irrelevant. You can make your own crap online. So you take a, a tiki, uh, the tiki oil things that you put on the, in the backyard, right? Mm-hmm. Dump that crap out, and you can make your own smoke grenade. I just watched how to do it. It's super easy. And that, you know. Unless you want pink the- or blue, and then you can. Yeah, gender, for, reveal, yeah, gender reveal. I'll gender reveal in somebody's oh. house. I got no problem doing wow, it. Can you tell that that somehow kind of in your in your? Uh, oh. I will throw a gender reveal grenade through somebody's window. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> not ashamed. Yeah. Why is there blue smoke the everywhere? It's a boy. Yeah, it's a boy. <laughs> oh, is that a rifle? It sure is. It sure is. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm, it's I'm you know it's, it's situations that, yeah. like that of knowing you know planning ahead. They suit him immediately. Yeah. yeah, knowing what you want to do in yeah. your aspects of totally. travel or whatever, yeah. and having the knowledge mm-hmm. of building your own because all of this stuff yeah. is not going to be at your fingertips like it is right now. No. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're going to be using this stuff, um, I mean smoke is not only for signaling, right? It mm-hmm. provides cover. It's a false cover, but it's cover. It's something. It's better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? So, yeah, learning how to make your own. Oh, okay. You're not going to regulate that. It's everyday products. It's powdered sugar and stump remover. That's interesting. That's all interesting. it is. <laughs> powdered sugar. I know you had remover. another situation. Or another... Uh... Well, it was along the same lines of what you had brought about as the security force. You know, say you got a, your two-man team, you're protecting your, what was it, four or five home homestead. area. We'll just call it. Homestead area. Mm-hmm. You know, say you come across a larger force that's half a mile away. It's pretty obvious they're going to be getting into your group area. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you... What would you go about 
kind of protecting there? Is that a, a I would say can and move out of the area or it's that's rough. It, it's very rough. Yeah. You, you read the book, the Patriots, not that one. Okay. That kind of scenario happens and hmm. they were way more prepared than I think you and I will ever be. <laughs> they had literal landmines and like foxholes and spider holes. And, you know, they had like the, um, I can't remember what the radios are, but like old military radios where you're, it's like this big box thing and just sits in the corner and then you can communicate between the two boxes. More of a ham style. Uh, no, it's like a shortwave. Like, oh. remember the old like backpack style mm-hmm. radios that the, the RTOs used to carry around? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was me. They suck. My battle buddy was in charge, so I had to rock that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... It's that it, style right? of a radio. I can't remember what it's called. My buddy's going to kill me because he's a radio guy. And he's like, I talked about it last week. Yeah. I don't listen to you. <laughs> Every frequency was squelch. I don't speak nerd. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just squelch. kidding. <laughs> yeah. 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 If no. you're military, a big can of squelch. Oh, you yeah. Get it. Jeez. Yeah. So, so anyways, they like mm-hmm. in the book, they're talking uh, between those two radios because communications are down. There's no grid. There's no whatever. So... That communication worked for whatever reason, and they just had, like, this dude that was an explosives guy, and he just made all this stuff out of household stuff. And uh, it was cool. Like, spidey holes, and they're just running between the spidey holes and just jumping in there and then shooting these guys. I'm just like, okay, first off, <laughs> that's a lot. No. Well, that's going to that's gonna depend yeah, on where we're at totally, in, this, yeah, uh, totally. in the world situation. But, Needless to say, the book's pretty good, and it kind of talks about that. It's kind of deep into the book, but it's 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 worth. Uh, I do audiobooks. I don't have time to just sit down and read, yeah. so I just listen to a book while I'm working, whatever. So I just hit it on Audible and and hit play and just do whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's worth a listen or, okay. or a read if you're a reader. What's so. the What's the series? The Lone Star series is that there there uh, the Lone Star series is the one I I kind of had guided you. Mm-hmm. Towards, there's um, eight or nine, seven or eight books. I think there's five on that one. Uh, the coming home series. The going, coming going home. home. Going home. The going home, home series. Protecting yeah. home. All of yeah, that. Yeah. That, yeah. A that American. One, yeah. A American was, nailed it. You know what the A stands for? Um, Angry. Well, that completely makes sense. Totally. But, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, that that book those, series. I there's I could eleven not of them now. Listen to it. He put out enough. a new one. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, two more since the Is last one I heard. Oh, what, what what was the last one you heard? Do you remember? Uh, it was 11, Resur- so there's 12 and 13. Or whatever. 12 oh, okay. and 13 have come out. Yeah. So I kind of at 11, you know, Dude, I, came I, back. I, I was, just, like, I I was, was scrolling through Audible the happy. other day. I was like, no freaking way. And there was a Great new one. I was like, Charles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that, dude. No, that's my a best friend turned me on to that series. Great series. Mom, who you know. What was that? Carp. Oh, yeah, CARP, yeah. Yeah, CARP turned me on to yeah, that yeah, series. Yeah. Are we using government names? No, he's just a big fish. That oh, he's a yeah. big fish, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Close relative to tuna. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hate me. <laughs> he uses his real name. Anyway. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I'm kind of using my real name, so it's fine. Yeah. Sort of, but no. you have to. It's fine. So You got to know where to find me. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then it's fuck around and find out. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I need to cut into the show real quick. Talk about a sponsor to the show. She's been great to us. Chernot.com backslash Sinman, C-I-N-M-I-N. Cindy Davis has been great to the show. She's got that great line of skincare products along with a bunch of other stuff. Men, we can do a lot better job at keeping our skin clean. The ladies, they're already well above, well advanced than us when it comes to their skincare products. We can do the same. Check out Enrich and Renew as well as the other combo packs that Cindy Davis has. Chernot.com backslash Sinman is where you go to find that line. Please go check that out. The next one, saintsandsinnershatco.com. There's a whole line of hats, but the gray-inspired flat bill as well as the curve bill are the first two things on his page that if you order this, he will make a donation to Gray's family to help with his passing and all the other costs. Vandystreet.com. She's got the black tumbler, the 20-ounce tumbler that is amazing i've got one my best friend brooks has one a bunch of other people have them it is a great tumbler that mask that gray used to wear is the same idea i had in my head that she was able to put on the tumbler both mike michael three rose and vandy they have a bunch of other products that are on their websites please go check them all out vandy if you've got something rolling around your head and you want to see it on a tumbler just message her, tell her your idea, and see what she can come up with. She took that mask idea I had and put it on the tumbler. It was perfect. Both Michael Three Rows, saintsandsinnershatcode.com, vandystreet.com, bunch of amazing products. You will like whatever you find. All three companies, great sponsors of the show. Can't talk enough great things about them, so please go check them out. And remember to tell them all, a little extra Lambo sent you. No, you're really good. So I, I had him write up some some scenarios because yeah. he's really good at just Spit going balls. through yeah. the day and then something pops into his head. I love that. I absolutely I love, like, I'm just working. I'm like, huh, I wonder what I would do in that situation. Yeah, I, I love I, that kind I, of stuff. I come up with a, <laughs> the world I live in, I'm reading blueprints, I'm telling guys what oh, to yeah. do, and yeah, the yeah, random yeah. stuff that pops in my head, it's like... Yeah. What would happen if somebody came over that hill with <laughs> this, and I Sniper. have that as a backdrop, and I only have these <laughs> idiots <laughs> that I'm working with? <laughs> yeah, what am I going to do? Meat shields. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay there, don't move. <laughs> so I I enjoy no, writing good, yeah. scenarios down. <clears throat> it helps me constantly think of different yeah. scenarios that I can help uh, different people. You know, hey, work here's, through. Here's, here's yeah. a thought. Yeah. What about this? Totally. You know. That's yeah. You got another one for me? Do. Those were uh, two. I can I can take up an old one that I had a couple months ago that was. Okay. So a lot of the stuff that we're going to do at. is all scenario based. Mm-hmm. So like um, concealed carry classes and stuff will be mostly scenario based. Um, I had a scenario, a real life scenario that happened um, back in 2010. I had just got back from a deployment and I had to pull my firearm on an individ- individual in the Walmart parking lot of Airway Heights oh. and um, didn't shoot, you know, just uh, did my thing, pulled him out. You know, he, so backstory, I was buying all groceries for a whole new apartment. So floor mats and, you know, sheets and everything, got a new bed and all that stuff. Just got back home, 
um, and I'm loading all the stuff in the back of my truck. And the gentleman asked me if I had any extra cash, right? So, no, I don't have cash. I just use a card. So he pulls a knife and says, well, give me all your stuff. And I said, all right, man. So I was active duty at this time. So I'm military police. So I'm blading my body. I'm getting into my interview stance, and I'm doing all the things that my supervisor would advise me to do. And um, I go to reach for my wallet. And this is back when I carried it at the 4 or 5 o'clock area. And my wallet was below my gun. So I couldn't pull my gun at retention, and I had a flashlight on the gun. So I turned the light on, and I hold him at, at retention. And he goes, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, yeah. So I said, get on your knees, drop the knife, you know, and I told him to cross his feet. So if you're on your knees and you cross your feet, you can't get up and run right away. Okay. Right? So then I call the police, and long story short, they come. They have their guns out, which, thank God. So I put my gun down, back away, do all this stuff. They check it. I'm legal, whatever. So it turns out the guy was wanted for murder. Oh, really? With the knife that he had with him. Really? Yeah. So they wow. had the weapon and the dude. Yeah. So that was, I mean, you know, I didn't have to shoot. I didn't have to do any of that stuff. And it's funny. I can't remember the officer's name, but he's like, why didn't you just shoot him? <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that on me. I've yeah, seen yeah. enough. Is, is your you camera know? off? I'm not going <laughs> yeah, to take for real. <laughs> Are you on body camera? Yeah. This was like 2010, so I don't know if they had oh, body yeah, cameras you're, back you're, then. You're but then. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, dude, like you're going to ask me that? Like I just went through this thing again. Like yeah. this is kind of a traumatic thing. And he's like, it would have been a lot less paperwork. I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> no, it, but it, no, it wouldn't have because no. then they would have had the paperwork on you. <laughs> exactly. So it was completely justified. Like, mm -hmm. we're 10 feet away, maybe. Mm -hmm. So if you know what the Tuller drill is, so the bit, uh, it's it's um, Bill Tuller. Um, I think it's Bill. What? Now I now might. It's Tuller. I know it's a Tuller drill. It's the 21-foot rule. So somebody with a, a knife can get to you before you can draw and accurately fire your firearm from either concealed or like a duty holster. So 21 foot, we were well within the 21 feet. And so for him to, I mean, it was kind of a surprise because I was like, oh, yeah, I get my wallet and then gun, you know. But um, probably if you didn't handle that as nonchalant or yeah, unelevated emotionally. Yeah, he probably would have lunged yeah. and I would have been poked a yeah. couple times probably. But the thing that really pissed me off about that is, so it's 2010, so Smartphones are kind of like more uh, prevalent, I guess. So people are walking by, just taking pictures, <laughs> not asking me if I need help. Not a, I'm holding this dude at gunpoint in a parking yeah. lot. They're not asking him if he needs help. It hasn't gotten any better. <laughs> no, since oh, it's just worse. No, I was yeah. I was working on a job downtown. And a guy took a dive off the parkade. Jeez, and people are just taking. I'm like, hello. Yeah. Now it, just, it it blows my mind that it's all about the clout. Like I did it for the gram. They're being yeah, so it's desensitized about un, it. It's completely unaware and desensitized. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know? Oh yeah, I saw this on Halo. Whatever. <laughs> God, Halo. What, whatever the, the <laughs> hotness <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, Splitter's Hill. <laughs> it's amazing. 
Dude, so I love Splinter Cell. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I it's funny. Know. I was just talking with um, some of the dudes that I that I trained with, and they were talking about like so one of a, one of my buddies has a PVS seven, which is the two eyes, but it only has one actual optical thing, just like in Splinter Cell. Okay, and that noise that it makes when you turn it on. Yeah, the <laughs> he's like every time I turn it on, I make that noise just like Splinter Cell. It's like <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I'm, he's a I'm doctor. He's a doctor, and I was like, "Dude, don't be poor. Buy, buy binos." I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. What's your so, What's your okay. What's your situation? All right, let's do it. You yeah. like to fire away. This was a, a scenario I came up with okay. a few months ago for my group, and this one probably led to the most conversation. Okay. 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 So we had a twelve-year-old boy and an eight-year-old sister show up. Okay. So brother and sister. Now, a scenario has already hit, so you have your group set up. Yeah. This is going to go pre, up for a little Pre-set up. Right. And, okay. They clearly haven't eaten in a while. Okay. The boy asks for food uh, for them both. Mm-hmm. The girl's not really talking, but neither of them will look at you in the eye. It's a trap. So. How do you handle it? How do you handle that? So, my, my first first feeling is it's a trap. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you're not going to send, well, I mean, it could be kids, like parents were killed, whatever, right? Yeah. Could, it could be, it could be legit, right? Um, <clears throat> I think I would, I mean, they're kids, right? Search them, obviously. Yep, 12 and 8. Search them for sure. Mm-hmm. You're getting searched. I mean, I, I, my 12-year-old at the, she was 12, she could freaking shoot a gun with the best of us um i'm gonna search them 100 percent search them first make sure they they're not hidden anything um and then we're gonna we're gonna take them in and we're gonna feed them i would i'd give them some food not a lot but enough to cure their you know Mm -hmm. i mean if they haven't eaten in a while anything will do at that point right yeah um You'd be surprised what you eat when you had a little hunger. Um, and then we're going to pull extra security for sure. Because if it, if it is a trap, then other people are watching, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, these people just took my kids. What are we going to do about it? Right. Right? It could be a setup. I mean, 100% it could be a setup, but it could also be legit, right? Right. But we're going to pull extra security for sure. Um, not only on the kids, but perimeter and then we're probably gonna we're probably gonna send some people out to search around a little bit just to kind of double check what our instincts are yeah so the group i'm with i mean it was a great conversation it lasted for an extended oh i'm sure yeah I'm, I'm sure there's things that i'm not thinking of that everything from a trap yeah right to these kids are now doing pulling recon yeah. A potential group that's nearby yep. that we don't know about. Yep. Um, that, that would, I would lump that into a trap. Right. That is, that yeah. would be a trap setting, you know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, somebody, if, if they're part of a group though, they're gonna, they're gonna have food potentially, right? Potentially. Yeah. Well, I guess that could go either Kinda way too. It depends on how far we are into Yeah. The, I mean, if we're yeah. months and months, their stuff could be gone. Yeah. Or, or somebody raided them or, you know, it could be, 
Yeah, I mean yeah. that's a that's the a good scenario. Yeah, something. Um, yeah, we even had somebody suggest maybe separate them for a little bit of time. Yeah, see if their stories line up, or right. yeah, give them a little interrogation. So I mean that friendly one, interrogation, not that. Well, yeah, you know, Vietnam stuff. No, no, I mean, <laughs> in some sense, somebody them. still has to have some morals. Yeah, somewhere along this line. Yeah, so I have mixed feelings about that. Like I'm. I'm, um, I, I have, I, I was raised in the church. My mm-hmm. dad was a youth pastor and my dad was a music minister for pretty much my whole life. Um, so I, I, I've got the, the tender heart, um, until I don't, mm-hmm. right? Like in the military doing things that I've done, yeah. you kind of, you kind of get, you get desensitized. Desensitized, right? And you have a little bit of different understanding of how. I'm not afraid. The outside. I'm not afraid to do you. things that other people are afraid to do. Yes. I'll just I'll just say that. Um, but like kids always pull at my heartstrings, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that. That's Which is why in that situation, in that situation, that would that would be a thing. So great, great situation. But yeah, I think. Um, I think the separation thing would be real smart. Um, and that's where like the group comes together and is like, okay, what do we do about this? And we decide as a group and we yeah. figure it out. Um, and you know, I don't know how you guys kind of do your thing, but like, we don't have a leader. It's everybody makes a decision or it's no. Yeah. So if, if we all can't agree in a timely manner, they're gone. That's it. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No. Um, if we're like, yeah, I mean, let's see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then now what? Yeah. So team. now that's another decision, right? So we're going to separate. We're going to, you know, ask questions. Not, I mean, we're not going to hurt them, right? Unless they need to be hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. And where we're at in the timeline the is going to situation arises, yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, it just depends. It, like you said, it could be, uh, they could be scouting. They could be, I mean, we dealt with that in Iraq. Like, mm-hmm. you, they send their kids out, man, and they just pull out yeah. a hand grenade and poof, now they're gone. Yeah. You know? And, th- and they're in a better place, according to them. Yeah. So yeah. if they're I mean, in, in recon, you don't want to, you don't want to bring them to the Yeah, I'm not, I'm not facility. taking them to the resources. Heck no. no. We're going like bare bones. Like, we're not even having full kit. We're not doing all this stuff. It's just like, okay, you got a handgun to pull security. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going slick, right? You're not, you're not showing your cards, right? As, as a good poker player, you're not going to show it out, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's you, you really got to. And I think that's where, like, the group comes in. Because, like, immediately to me, I'm like, no, it's a trap. Stop. Don't do it. Whereas some of the other guys are like, eh, they're kids. They wouldn't do that. It, it could be cool. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. it could not be cool, right? Be cool. So, so, but yeah, yeah. that's that's and a good scenario. As, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a great scenario. It's a great topic, you know. And I'm it, sure the conversations on that was just oh, it was it was yeah amazing. It was one of, it was yeah. one of the best ones. But yeah, you can see where my mind just randomly goes throughout. Oh, totally. Day. And and there's nothing wrong with that because it keeps <laughs> no, you on your toes. Yeah, absolutely. To me, you know, in my group is I want everybody to be able to jump in and fill other roles. Absolutely. Because everybody, everybody needs to know everything. In all reality, not everybody's going to make it initially. No. 
you know. Do you guys, do you have any guys that are like diabetic? Uh, I think we have one. One? Might want to get them to stockpile some medicine. Uh, otherwise, otherwise. Yeah, otherwise. Ain't going to last. No. Soon as soon as that medicine's gone, mm-hmm. unless they can control it by diet or yeah. some other factor. Yeah, you better have a out. stockpile of Hershey bars, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I was having. I'm I was still having a, reality. I'm sorry. I'm still real. That's, no, I mean that, that's, that's the that's hard facts that you have to have that conversation yeah. of. Like we, <clears throat> we have a guy that is diabetic, and he's got like the pump that's like built in, and it's in his body. If we have an EMP, you're fucked. Yeah. So he's a type one. I'm assuming Pace, pacemaker. Is he no, no. One? Yeah, he doesn't have that. No, but no. I, I don't if, know what he is. Does. Okay. But he's got his little control thing, and it's just in his pocket all the time. Yeah, that's a typically that's a type one. That's, I mean, you're you're done, bud. Like, yeah, if, sorry, lights out. Yeah, you know. So hey. in that situation, is he the first to go when you're in a in a killer be killed I, situation? I think, is he I the first that, one volunteering? That's a personal thing. Like that's that's something he yeah. has to work out with right himself. You know, are you going to be on God the front line? Are you going to be the meat shield? I mean, if, yeah. if I'm hurting, like if I'm hurting and and uh, I'm in that situation, I'm going out I'm sorry. like ball I'm, fire. Yeah. You're gonna have to drag. You're me gonna down. see some crazy stuff. Oh, dude, <laughs> I'm gonna do some things that you never thought I could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna take going as quietly. many people out as I can. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing. Like, he knows. Yeah, you yeah. have to have you that. Got, you gotta know, right? Yeah. I mean, and then I have another friend of mine that's. Um, he's got one of those diabetic things on his arm that he mm-hmm. can just tap. NFT on his phone, mm-hmm. and it tells him, "Oh, my levels are good. I can still drink alcohol, whatever." Yeah. I'm just like, well, "What you, are you gonna do, man?" You realize that if you eat the wrong thing, you're dead. Yeah. Like we were doing a training exercise, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta stop. I gotta get a candy bar." I'm like, "Bro, we're like 20 miles in. Yeah. Where are you gonna find a candy bar?" Hey, thanks uh, for saving up the ammo for me. I got, I got, uh, yeah, thanks for packing it for me. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, glad we're 20 miles ahead, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you're just a glorified pack mule at that yeah. point. Ta-da. But, like, he's like, oh, I got a, I got a candy bar in my pocket. And I'm like, it was a candy bar. Now it's chocolate milk. <laughs> chocolate milk. <laughs> it's liquid candy. <laughs> he goes, doesn't matter. I just got to put it in my mouth. I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, that's what she yeah. said. So you you have to in that situation. Now my mind's going. Okay, well, how do you prevent that? Having all of the natural things. Let's say you do have you know penicillin or you have amoxicillin or you know other medications that you have. Well, what's Just the natural off the floor side? And that's COVID repellent. Yeah, right. <laughs> or or in this, I and and that was that would be a question. Was what is natural for insulin, or yeah. is it that is it? It just depends on the type of diabetic. If you're type one or type yeah. two, it completely depends. Yeah, if you're type it, one. I'm, you're dependent. You're completely dependent because your body does not produce the insulin. Is there yeah. a natural insulin no. that you can have? No, not for a type one. So, when this comes, then in this end of the world situation, you're you're not making it. No, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's it, uh, it's, a, it's, it's only a, a matter sad, of time. It, it's a sad thought. Yeah, totally. I'm sure that you probably know somebody who isn't telling you. Mm-hmm. Or they don't want to be honest with themselves. One of the to two. a certain point, yeah. Or they know and they just want to be a part of anything that makes sense. Which is fine. Which is. 
But the the thing is, a, you, got, you also choice. have to consider what do you do when they're not there? If they mm-hmm. are in an important role, what do you do if they're not there? Yeah. Can better, somebody else do the same? That's where I said everybody's yeah. got to learn everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like you can't not just. Everybody's going to make it. I'm no, sorry. You can't just, just have fact. dudes that do CQB. You also have to have dudes and ladies that can shoot long range, that can do recon, that can draw uh, range cards, that can draw, you know, all this. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to learn everything. Right. It's expensive. I mean, getting good, valuable training is not cheap. But like we said earlier, it's lifestyle. Yeah. Like we've chosen to be into prepping and into personal security and all this stuff. And it ain't cheap. Like we've got a shameless plug. We have a long range rifle course coming up in July, 650 bucks, three days. But three days to learn basically how to mount your gun, how to mount your scope, how to do it properly and shoot Past a thousand yards in three days, that's invaluable. How to read the yeah. wind, how to see a mirage, how to you know call your own shots. Dude, yeah, six hundred fifty bucks worth it. Worth it totally. My so backstory: my twelve-year-old daughter. She was twelve at the time she took this class. She had never shot. I think I you told me this. Yeah, story. yeah, you've yeah. seen my daughter. Yeah. yeah, she's huge now. She's fourteen. <laughs> she's almost six foot tall. Yeah, um, makes yeah, it's yeah. Taller she's than my she's year old. huge. She's huge, um, and she can jump out the gym, man. She's she's a volleyball player, okay. and she can freaking hit, man. It's crazy to watch. But anyways, so she was twelve years old at the time. She shot eleven hundred and eighty-seven yards off of a tripod. Wow, which is not easy, right? Um, I mean, shooting eleven hundred yards laying down is not easy. <laughs> but she's calling her own shots. She's you know, seeing the mirage, she's calling her own wind, and she she second round impacted eleven hundred and eighty seven yards. Wow, it was that's amazing. impressive with a gun that I built her, which was that's, even, oh even, even better. better. <laughs> you probably said, "Did you see that, bro?" Yeah, <laughs> bro, 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 bro. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> What's up, bro? <laughs> yeah. So we're we're uh, and I have this written down, and I've been asked. So the last time we had it on, I've yeah, had a couple different people asked me in the hunting aspect, yeah, you know, long range shots. Yes, they want to have a rifle that will shoot. Deer as well as elk. Okay. First thing I thought of was was the three hundred eight. Yeah. But then entered the chat of thirty out six. What would you recommend for somebody who wants to have a, a, a rifle long enough to shoot from distance longer range, but be effective for both deer and yeah. elk? Okay. So my first thought is three hundred wind mag, and I say that because um, that's used overseas still to this day by the Marine Corps, by uh, big-name snipers. I mean, Navy SEALs are using it still and things like that. So uh, it's a NATO caliber, right? So it's 30 6 Don't be wrong. Not nearly as much now as it was back in the Garand era. Um, but 300 Win Mag is fully capable of shooting a one-mile shot if you know what you're doing. Um, but so is 308, and so is 6.5 Creedmoor, and all these other calibers. So it just talking about like kinetic energy on the animal. The 300 Win Mag. I mean, you can load a 212 grain bullet, 
and just knock the junk out of an animal at 500 yards, right? Mm -hmm. Most deer taken now are 100 and potentially in. Like, I shot a deer at 20 yards with a bow. (laughs) (laughs) I've never killed a deer past 20 yards. Shake shake its little leg first and then, Hey, buddy, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Swack, right? I've never, Got him. I've never killed a deer past twenty yards. I'm I'm a bow. Hunt. I, I like to bow hunt. Like that was my thing. Like PTSD, all that stuff. Bow hunting, just shooting my bow in general. That like the goose fra bra of rubbing your earlobes. That was me with a bow. Goose <laughs> or whatever it was. Goose fra whatever it was. That was my thing. Like shooting a bow in general. That was it. And then I was like, wait, I can provide food for my family? Oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. A little more? Here to catch Open it. it up. Oh, Hold on. Or do you want the Pendleton? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. It's, it's good not stuff. bad. Yeah. It's How good. much you want? Right there? I, I don't care. I, well, <laughs> I mean, you say I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I, you could I, have I, an empty, empty bottle. Uh, easily. Uh, I was. I was. Um, so yeah, three. I I like the three hundred wind mag. I shot a coyote at six hundred and five yards with my three hundred wind mag while I was elk hunting, and it just disintegrated the backside of his chest. Yeah. Just rolled I've, him I've right had, there. Oh, just dropped him. My buddy Drew is is a, a guide for hunting for vets. He guides um, veteran hunts for free and like their kids and stuff for free. And then like people that aren't a veteran, they can pay, and that provides the hunts for the veterans. Okay. So he took me out. Um, I also um, donate a lot of stuff to the company just to kind of help out because he's a nonprofit and stuff like that. So we raise money doing stuff like that. So he he took me out for an elk hunt this year, and I didn't get one, which a lot of people did. Dude, I'm in I'm in the woods and I'm carrying a rifle and I'm having fun. I don't Mm -hmm. care, right? Is the meat nice? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I got a deer, so we're we're good. But anyway, so. we're, we're leaving this um, cattle rancher, and I was like, he he shouts, "Is that a coyote?" And I was like, "I don't know. You're you're the one who saw it." He goes, "I think that's a coyote." So he pulls over, and we call the the landowner up, and and he's like, "Hey, there's a coyote in your field." And he goes, "Well, shoot that motherfucker." <laughs> I was like, all right, the all game right. on, baby. Yeah, talk me into it. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. Okay, I guess. Twist my arm. Twist my arm, yeah. <laughs> so we dropped the tailgate of his truck, and I grab my rifle, and I get my rangefinder, and and I pull up my uh, dope cart on my rifle, and he's like, I think that's like 700 yards. I was like, eh, I have this little tool that tells me exact distance. Why don't we check? <laughs> 605. And it's kind of like walking away, and so I, I dial my scope, and I'm just like relaxed. And he goes, "Are you gonna shoot it today?" And I was like, Ksh. "Then he goes, nice shot!" And it just <laughs> drops, and he's like, "So now we gotta go get it." And I was like, "Okay, I'll go. I'll walk." And he goes, "No, you shot it. I'll walk and get it." And he comes back, so he's walking out there. He goes. I hate you because, I mean, he's just walking 1,210 yards, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and dragging an animal on the way back. And, and uh, he's like, why am I always the one that goes and gets the animal? I was like, well, you're the guide, you know, just giving each other banter. <laughs> oh, yeah. And whatnot. yeah. <laughs> he goes, touche. Yeah, well said. But, dude, 300 Win Mag is, I think, underrated. 
I really do. I, I shot that thing with a 185 grain bullet at 2,900 feet per second. Wow. Talk about some energy. What's the kick with something like that? So I honestly, so I, it's kind of irrelevant on my gun. I have a full chassis. There's weights and stuff. So it's super heavy to carry for hunting, but I wasn't like walking miles and miles and miles. So I really didn't care at that point. Yeah. I know how that gun shoots. If an elk popped its little head up, it's going down. Okay. <laughs> so I wasn't walking, like I said, back country, you know, it was like, okay, he dropped me off. There's a stand. I'm sitting for a while. And then I kind of was like, okay, this is dumb. And I walked around a little bit, but I have a sling I got a pack that I can strap the thing to, so it's not like it's 30 pounds or anything. But, so, I would say, I would consider that recoil about the same as my lighter weight 308. Because it's still a 30 cal bullet, so it's mm -hmm. not, it just has a little more powder behind it, that's all it is. Okay. So, it wasn't, like, my, my daughter, she'll shoot it. And she's like, well, that's not bad. But, I mean, she shoots a three oh eight, so she's like, well, it's about the same. You know, she doesn't yeah. really know. She's okay. only shot a three oh eight, or yeah. she's only shot my 6.5. So, so I, when you get I shoot this a six five for competition. I would say a 300 Win Mag. 300. Honestly, okay. yeah. I would skip over the aught 6 and go to a 300 Win Mag. Okay. Um, there's, like, so what wild, about Wildcat stuff now with the 300 PRC. So it's a non-belted 300 wind mag, essentially. Um, but you're getting a little bit more velocity at the muzzle than you are on a 300 wind mag. But Even on a heavier shrub land? So at that as, point, as I would probably... A, like a more of a, a grassland area. Yeah, kind of like up in uh, the Horsehaven Hills, like towards Yakima and Ellensburg yeah. and stuff. I would probably go with the short 308, to be honest, like a 16-inch okay. or like the Ruger Scout or something like that. Where it's a low power optic, where you're not shooting two, three, four hundred yards, mm. you're taking maybe a hundred because you can't really see past that. Right. You know, I would do a short three hundred eight for sure. Yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. You know, it depends on the vegetation you're in. Yeah, if you're, totally. If you're going through some heavier grass, maybe, or some lighter weight. Yeah, because that'll sticks. throw off your bullet. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So, yeah, I would do, I uh, like, in that situation, um, I have a good friend that hunts up in those hills all the time, and he shoots an AR-10, 16-inch barrel, 308. Mm -hmm. That's his go-to. Like, I built it for him, gosh, years and years ago, and he's probably got five or six, maybe more notches on his stock with that gun. Yeah. So, yeah, a 16-inch 308, more than, more, like, that would probably, if I had to pick one gun to hunt with only, mm -hmm. I would do a, an 18-inch 308. Doesn't have to be a bolt gun. Doesn't have to be an AR-10. Just whatever you got. An 18-inch, though. Because you're getting better velocity than a 16. But you're still... You got a little more dwell time for accuracy and stuff like that out to distance. Well, it if makes me feel better about my 308 with a 20-inch. Oh, totally. Yeah, you're you're I probably pushing... I get at 3 aces. Are we comparing um, sizes? <laughs> <laughs> Two inches don't matter. Um, have you have you chronographed your twenty inch yet? Not yet. Okay. Not you're yet. You're probably what what grain bullet are you going to go 168. with? One hundred sixty eight. Okay, so you're probably going to be like twenty five and a half, twenty five ish 
maybe 26 ish. Mm. I'm very comfortable with, with that green. Yeah. That's like the sweet spot for 308. That's it works in I every enjoy. length. Yeah. That's what I, I use CR match Kings. Yeah, 168. The, the Hornaday. Yeah. Black, whatever. Yep. 168 gray. Yep. Those are that's great. That's the one bullets. I stock. Yep. That's the one I'm comfortable with. Yep. So, um, so I, I do load my 308s and I load because I, I have a comp gun that's 308 and then mm-hmm. I've got six fives and all these, you know, 300 wind mag and whatnot. But I just recently got into a six millimeter arc and I shot a coyote with it at like 300 yards and it turned it inside out. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive. I, lo- I love coyote, shoot, coyote hunting. That's like. That's target practice. Oh, man. And they're always running, so you got to, like, lead them right, and then you oh, – it's fun. Yeah. Through thermal, it's even better. We'll it's get there. You brought up – yeah, you brought up next topic. Next thing. Yeah. So <laughs> the, and I, the last thing in my notes. So I was listening to another show of LT Defense. Um, she was on social media this morning and was talking about a white phosphorus night vision. Yeah. What is night white phosphorus night vision? Okay, so um, – there's green phosphorus and there's white phosphorus. So the white phosphorus looks more blue than green, like actual green. So the military, when when I was in the military, which I got out in 2014, we still had Gen 2 green PBS-14s. We had Gen 1 when I was in. Ugh. <laughs> Which we Did you have PBS we were, 7s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you had Splinter Cell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that what that was? Yeah. I don't know. I just remember going on a bivouac mission, me and another sergeant. Yeah, so you got, so it's we two eyes, gone. but you got one big, yeah. like, ding-dong hanging out your forehead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. were lost for hours. And <laughs> yeah. We made it back to the camp unicorn, at, like, 4 man. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Where the, were you? We called those the unicorns because they, you know, it's goggles, but you got one big thing just yep. kind of hanging out. Yeah. But, yeah, so we had PVS-14s, which is just a single monocular, but it was green phosphorus. Um, so Gen 2, and then they have, like, Gen 2 Plus, and then they do have a Gen 3 that is green. But the white phosphorus looks like a blue haze almost. And I'll show you a picture here. I know you guys that are listening can't see it. But um, I actually took a really cool picture while we were coyote hunting of um, my rifle with my thermal on it and uh my rifle's all frozen and everything because it was like 20 degrees out and we're out there <laughs> shooting freaking coyotes and stupid and i asked that because i know you were looking into so that vision that's so. white phosphorus yeah. so okay it, it has a blue tinge yep. to it right yep. so mm-hmm. yeah yep the white phosphorus is like gen 3 it's the new hotness you can get thin filmed you can get unfilmed you can do all this it's there's just a gigantic rabbit hole that you're going down when you go to like night vision stuff but i will say i have both so i have two pvs 14s that i bridged together to make binos it's way heavy but having two eyes versus one eye is like a superpower right like if you were just had a patched eye all the time and you can't see this whole left side of your face and then you got two of them you're just like oh this is way cooler <laughs> like the first thing i did when i put binos on was i touched a wall cuz like your depth perception is way off 
So, like, when we were learning how to use night vision in the military, we would take a tennis ball and throw it back and forth to each other and just get pelted in the face because you can't catch it because your death perception is way off. (laughs) But, like, the first thing I did was, like, oh, I can feel this wall, and I'm not going to run into it. It's great. (laughs) You were telling me something. You were trying yours out when you got it, and you could see the feet mark. That's thermal? My thermal. Yeah. Oh, dude. I ended up. Getting a thermal monocular, and Good. it has the four different settings. Yes. You, you know, got white hot, black hot, red yep. hot, and... The in, infusion or whatever. Infusion, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So it's and like all the oranges and everything? Yeah. Like this? The very purplish yeah, and orange. Yeah, so that's and fusion, yeah. So we were standing there looking out on the deck. Yes. This and that. Yep. And we backed up, and I looked, and it still had the resident heat. Yep. Radiant heat, yeah. I guess is what it would be. Yeah. From the feet mark. I'll show you a picture, Lambo, about it is, my dog. Yeah. It was phenomenal. First thing I did was I looked at my dog when mm-hmm. I got my thermal, and I was like, oh, my God. So I had it on red yeah. hot, and you can see the blood pumping through her body. Pumping oh, through. Oh, it was it insane. Was crazy. Okay, so here's my dog. Okay. Right? And you can see the crosshair of the yep. thing, right? But look at the ground. You can see the little white. Oh yeah, where Those the are where she was standing. Yeah. Okay, isn't it's that insane? A, it's a phenomenal. Oh man, like I could put my handprint on here. Like night vision's incredible, and, and if then, you can do it, get it. But if you can afford to do the step up with so, thermal, so here's the thing. Here's the thing with this. Okay, so you gotta have both because thermal can be defeated. It could be. It, yes. it 100% can be, and I'll tell you how to yeah. do it. Take an umbrella and put a space blanket on the inside of it and camouflage the outside of it. You just defeat a thermal. Okay. Yeah. So in a you hide survival your, situation. You hide your body behind that umbrella in, like, yeah, you're taking cover or concealment. It's gone. Disperse. Okay. 100% it's gone. Yeah. What about just a blanket? Can you just blanket? No. you no, got to have no, this, the no. heat. Of the space blanket. Yeah. Okay. Right? So okay. that's that's now defeating your body heat. So the other thing is, like, during the summertime, uh, we'll have to go out and you'll have to look through the thermal. Find a bunch of rocks. Lay on the rocks. If the I'm rocks... searching for you through thermal and you're laying on hot rocks, I'm not going to see you. Okay. Because it's going to bloom my thermals. Okay. So you've now just defeated thermal. Okay. So if, if you're looking impressive. at thermal above <laughs> and you're place. in a treed area, go yeah. under the go under the um, umbrella of the trees. Yeah, the canopy. Can't see it. Okay. Cannot see you. So the next question is let's say you have a um, you have a helmet. Yeah. Battle helmet. Mm-hmm. Is it would you rather have the hand or so, the or so the my buddy Mitch my buddy Mitch that I was telling you about he does the from Agonic. He does the survival classes. He runs a white phosphorus night vision on his right eye and a FLIR thermal on his left eye. So the FLIR thermal is still that blue tinge. So it doesn't really mess with your eyes as bad, but you can have that fusion overlay of like your outline. If I'm looking at you right now, It'll have like the oranges and whatever of your outline, but it'll still look like. Wouldn't blue both eyes try to cover up the other one? It, yeah, it kind of overlays it. 
which is super interesting. Weird. Yeah. Fuck, that gives me a headache just it, thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it takes some getting so used that, to. I looked through his your, helmet. That's yeah. your night security guy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Totally. But the nice thing was, like, the thermal scopes is, um, like, I can accurately see, even through fog, I can accurately shoot a coyote at 300 mm-hmm. plus. No problem. Because of the you thermal st- part of it, yeah. So yeah, I put you can it. Still like, see if it's a, a four legged. Yeah, if I've legged. got like pretty heavy cloud coverage, I'm putting it in black hot, because then any yeah. black spot will pop up really, really big. Not big, but like it'll be uh, prevalent, right? Yeah. So I can really see it, and then the closer it gets, the more defined it is, and then I can just okay, and it's down. What have you found? Thermals are thermals are a game changer, man. So it depends on the area I'm in. If yeah. I'm in a wooded area, I do the black hot. Yep. If yep. I'm in an urban area, it's the white hot. White hot, yeah. Or red. Red works really red good for works urban really too. Because pop- the only downside my... with red in an urban area is if the sun's been out like in the summertime summer and you're in time, a brick area, you'll see the heat off of the building yeah. in the red. So, like, the white hot or the black hot is still better. Yeah. That's just me personally. Yeah. I like the black hot. The infusion is cool to yeah. look at, but... Yeah. But it's not something I would... I wouldn't leave it on that all the time. No. Unless I'm, like, searching for somebody. Yeah. Like, if I'm if I'm on a manhunt and I'm like, oh, yeah, I know you're in here, I'm putting it on fusion. Because I can see every step. I can see yeah. everything. So the heat that, sensor on it. I mean, is, you can see it in all the different settings, but in fusion, it's, more it's just profound. more prevalent. Okay. Yeah. What about what about? Let's take your old facility downtown. Okay. Yep. I live on let's just say the north side of Spokane. Okay. I need to make my way through town. What would you have on to be able to see where other people are at, and we're in the dead of night? I would have it if I was on thermal. It'd be white for me. Yeah. But that's what my eyes are kind of trained for. Yeah, I would probably... I, w- I think I would still go with black. Because I'm not going to move during the daytime. Period. Mm-hmm. This is not. I'm going to move at night. So if the moon is out really well, I might just go night vision. And just flip up the thermal. If I'm running like Mitch's helmet, I'm going to have both. I'm going to flip up the thermal and go PVS-14 with just night vision. And then... If I need to really see something, then I'll flip it down and be like, mm, I'm going to avoid that. And then go around. I'm not going to go through it. If I can avoid it, I'm going to go, I'm going to avoid it. Right. Correct. So, and that's. Leave with the like, same amount of holes. If you're that you moving. Came up with. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> if you're moving from the north side and you have to get to the south hill, I'm probably going to take Bigelow and go around. It's going to be a long trek, but I'm going to go around. I'm going to avoid population as much as, pop- mm-hmm. as possible. What else you got? That's kind of what I had for okay. <laughs> prepped. Yeah, I guess. Um, your facility. Yeah. What did we not bring up? What do you want to? What do you want to for everybody to know about your facility? Um, I don't know, man. I think we covered everything. We're just uh, yeah. How can we, we find you? So we're on Facebook, Instagram. Our phone number is 509-862-4961. We have a, we're working on a website. It's not real great right now. We're working on it. We're going to have an active training calendar. 
So um, you, you'll be actually able to say you want to February 14th. I don't know why you would do that because of Valentine's Day. But <laughs> Nothing any, better than a couple so, shoot. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> couple yeah. training Date facility. Night? Date night? Right Date in the night? middle of a Wednesday. <sighs> yeah, Wednesday. Yep. Whatever, whatever day of the week it is, you're like, Danzel in distress. My, she could be like in a room, and you yeah. guys, hot. Oh God, that'd be so hot. Yeah, be, oh my God, baby, you found I'm gonna have me. to turn the cameras off for that one. <laughs> Are you gonna get a blow up doll to say that? Turns into a documentary. <laughs> the blow up uh, doll's got voices. Yeah, so you can What's you can pick on? you AI. can pick a date. Say it's a, a random Wednesday, whatever, and you're like, my my training group wants to be there. You'll be able to schedule it ahead of time, and then you guys just show up pay the fee, whatever, and then it's yours. Perfect. Um, and then all of our current classes that are already scheduled will be on there. Um, so as of right now, we've got uh, Gorilla Medic's going to be coming, um, I think, end of the month. He's doing a, just a normal med class. And then I think March he's going to do a TCCC class, Stop the Bleed kind of stuff. And then May, first weekend of May, Cinco de Drinco, Cinco de Mayo for you that don't drink. Um, three, four, and five, we're doing a huge... the May if you're American. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, so it's, it's May 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It's a 30-hour small unit event out at the Nighthawk Paintball and Airsoft Field out in Ford. Okay. Um, we're going to have... As many teams as we can. I think we're I think we're cutting it off at five full teams of either five or six people. But it's a thirty hour continuous event and you're in the field the whole time. Wow. Yeah. So we're using we're using airsoft guns this time to keep the cost way, way, way down. Um with the whole UTM and the ATF bull crap. Um yeah, can't get that anymore. Uh, so airsoft guns and we'll have scenarios. You'll have missions to complete in a certain amount of time. Uh, you'll be setting up your own security patrol posts and things like that. Uh, it's going to be a great time. It's two sixty-five a person. Um, so sounds like a great time, dude. It's going to be, it's going to be so awesome. We're going to have pyro. We got, I got a couple dudes with 37 launchers and, Freaking mortar tubes and stuff. So we're gonna be launching. <laughs> so that event, it's, it's it's you're gonna send out a list of yeah. This like is what recommended you're gonna need? gear. Yeah, okay. yeah. So so um, we'll have like a packing list, you know, and then you can kind of tailor it to your own self, like whatever gear you want to bring, you know, your lickies and chewies and and eat, things. Eat works power bars. Yeah, there we go. Is that jalapeno? Pizza? This is jalapeno pepperoni pizza. Oh boy! Yeah, there. You want to try it? Yeah, heck try yeah! That. I want to try that. Dude, that's eatworks wrx.com. Dude, that looks There you go. I love the bacon cheeseburger. Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah, try this that. Is, this is no joke. I'm trying it right now. It actually tastes like a pizza. It does. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I ain't lied. Like I've been like I've been with them for maybe a year now, maybe Grass something like that. Fed and finished beef. 15 dude. grams of protein. Wow. Yeah, it, they're good. good. I, and I have them. I have them in all my bags, all my uh, in my in my work truck, plus wow. my my personal truck. It, it tastes like I'm eating a pizza right now. 
That's you, so you good. The burger one over there. Yeah. You want to try it? I haven't had the burger one. I had the pizza one the other day. That's good. Yeah. Try that. All right. Man. Bacon. Bacon cheeseburger. WRX. Bacon cheeseburger. Yes. WRX. Are they local? Um, they. I don't know exactly where they're at. The it says Carlsbad Cavern. Okay. Um, I believe I think it's Oregon, but don't don't quote me on that of where they're they're out of. It smells like it. I don't know, but it's good. They should definitely sponsor the show. I'm hope. I'm sure. <laughs> that is freaking good, man. Yeah, that's what it is. Try try that one. So the jalapeno one is it's not like kick you in the face spicy. Correct. I can't do spice. No, it, like, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I get some, some yeah. serious stomach stuff. Yeah, yeah like, I like yeah, that one, that the bacon one, cheeseburger. That one's phenomenal. Yeah, on-air ad read. This is awesome. Dude, this is great. It's cheeseburger. Yep, bacon cheeseburger. And it, and it was what it is is it it was two guys who were in the military and mm-hmm. they got tired of the, the powders. <laughs> the they crap. got tired of the, yeah. the protein oh. bars, right? MREs. The power bars. And they wanted something different. They love... <laughs> Pepperoni pizza. They love yeah. bacon cheeseburgers. Who, who doesn't, right? Well, let's make it work. And then they started, um, you know, they created the company, was given back to their troop. Oh, and then as kind of. This one is, I'm enjoying this one. That's, that is really good. <laughs> Holy cow. Whoa. Works. Not, hey, works. Like, works. Where are you at, yeah, man? Yeah, works, man. WRX.com. Dude, this is, mm. you need a sponsor. <laughs> shameless plug these are amazing that that's is really good carlsbad california yeah. yeah wow that's that's money all right so you're on instagram facebook what's that the only good thing to come out of california? yeah no <laughs> i don't know did i say that out loud my no, monologue is sucking right now i apologize that, that cheeseburger captions that's that good that's really good yeah that is good that's yeah wow how can we find you you're just on Facebook, right? Still, just on Facebook. Still, you haven't right got now. on TikTok. You haven't no Twitter. Uh, the TikTok, not X. so much. I was listening uh, to your podcast uh, with the other TikTok guy, where he's got like sixty-eight, or you have sixty-eight. I have different, 61. Yeah, he's got oh, sixty-one. Yep. I know I had that wrong, but I yeah, was, uh, dude, that's insane. Yeah, that's that's called silencing. That's, that's, that's they don't want you on there. Yeah, we we have experienced that, like. With the gun shop side, posting guns for sale and mm. or guns that are for sale, not selling them on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, we're getting shadow banned so bad. Did you, go, did you have anybody at Shot Show this year? Yeah, we went. Me and oh. me and my wife went to Shot Show this year. It okay. was a good time. We went, it was different this year because I heard last year was better than this year. I didn't go last year. We okay. did, we went like the year of COVID, mm-hmm. so twenty twenty one. We got back. That's when it was still the China flu. China, yeah, China. So it's funny because my wife, like, right before we were getting ready to leave, she's like dealing with this cold, right? And the doctor, she's like, "Okay, here's you know this Z pack or whatever it is." And then we get back, and she's like, "I need you to come in and spit in a cup. I think you have the China flu." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, okay. and so I was like, uh, that's weird. <laughs> so anyways, but yeah, this year, this year's shot show was different for us because we were going more for training than just gun stuff. Right mm. now I did stop by Palmetto and they got some crazy stuff coming out and I'm not a huge like Palmetto fanboy, but they're kind of 
Tay, Tay, Taylor in the market. Yeah, they got a lot. to compete with Arrow? I wouldn't say compete with Arrow, but they got a lot of new innovative stuff. (laughs) So, like, think about, like, a Scar Heavy Mm -hmm. 308. So they have their Jackal, which is a Scar Mm -hmm. at home. (laughs) Okay? Okay. So, like, they have an AR-15 style that just goes on an AR-15 lower. Doesn't Mm -hmm. need a – it's a piston upper. And same buffer kind of tube. No buffer tube. No nothing oh. needed. You could have a side folding stock and yeah, put it right on top of that guy and Get off you go. Right. So they they released a three hundred eight version this year. Yeah. So they did this. They did this thing this year that was super cool. So they did a a, a list of things that they're coming out with, and they're letting the customers vote on. What they mm-hmm. want to come first. Listen to your customer. Wow. Totally. Yeah. Amazing. Weird. That might work. So they did it like a, you know, an MP7 is like from the military. It's like this yeah. little short little. The, so they're the doing. Stubby-ish. Yeah. So they're doing the same thing, but in 5.7 instead of a stupid caliber that you can't buy ammo for, <laughs> which is 4.6. Yeah. Okay. So they're doing one. It's a clone of, or not a clone. Ish version of the mp7 but it's 5.7 by 28 and it is freaking cool i'll show you guys pictures <laughs> it is super cool and it's like this big and it collapses oh man it's freaking cool that might fit in a backpack oh it, it would fit or in a fanny pack it would fit in probably <laughs> a man purse it's pretty i don't small. know what that is i'm sorry like a, a, a satchel a satchel yeah, Merce. a size Merce. bag, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Still don't know what My is. backpack's a little big, but there's a lot bigger firearm in there. <laughs> um, and then they got the 308 version of the Jackal. They're coming out with their build-your-own 12-gauge shotgun. So you mm. buy the receiver. You can buy any barrel length, any tube length, any pistol grip, shotgun, normal stock. All that. It's a build-your-own kit style. Yeah. That thing's super cool. They've got the Jackal in 9mm. They've got um, clone, wow. ri- clone rifles of, like, the Mark 12. They've got the M110 SAS that's all over YouTube. Um, they got a lot of really cool stuff coming yeah. out. So uh, their Dagger series, which is like a Glock, um, but it's like 300 bucks. And it's it's just insane. You can buy a slide for two hundred fifty dollars and a, a complete frame with a trigger for forty nine dollars. Have a complete gun for three hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah, it's it's dumb. Yeah. Hmm. So they they just they're they're being very innovative. They got bolt action rifles coming out. They got all kinds of stuff coming out. So interesting. Um, Arrow Arrow did release long action version of their bolt gun. Mm-hmm. Which I'm super pumped about because now I'm going to have another 300 Win Meg. <laughs> See, I'm a narrow guy. That's... And then they also mm-hmm. released lever action. Really? Lever action rifle. Yeah. So that'll be coming out like third quarter of next year mm. or of this year, I guess. It's 2024. If we make it, <laughs> I'm predicting May. I'm calling it now. I told you that. I'm calling it now. Let's see. I said I said May as well. So think about like all these um, politicians are like, 
May, 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 May. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. The NATO training. Saying, like after our small unit thing. Yeah. Yeah. The NATO training thing was big. Is hey. over. It gets over in May. Yeah. The Who just came out saying that they don't think they're going to be ready yeah. by May yeah. or end of May, June. So our small unit thing is the first weekend in May. And then, like, I think the, the NATO thing is like almost to the end of May. Yeah, that's going to be a pretty. And, I, and I, I predicted May as well. Okay. Yeah. Quick question. Yeah. So, with that training simulation. Yeah, the small that, unit. Right. Yeah, yeah. How does that fall under the them trying to ban militia intent? Okay. Real, Great question. Kind of a quick one. It's a Sorry. game. It's Sorry a game. At the end. No, it's a game. We're going off a point system. Okay. So it's considered a game, just like airsoft or, you know, paintball, whatever. We're we're the the team will win something. So it's a game. It's a okay. it's a it's it's kind of a weird iteration of that militia training thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not really training because it's all scenario based, okay. right? So we're not training. They're actually acting on a certain scenario. Like, I'll I'll give away the first scenario. The first scenario is going to be a survival, like a seer uh, scenario. So you're going to be captured, and you have to escape and evade roving patrols. That's the first scenario of our May small unit skills challenge. I'll just, I'm stopping there. Right at there. Everything else is going to be. Just enough to wet the whistle. Yeah, everything else is going to be uh, so your your training only. is protected. We don't yeah, need to worry so, about that. No, because at this point, yeah, because most of the stuff that we do is like individual concealed carry, home defense, um, things like that. So if if we don't label it as oh militia training unit, whatever, right? right. Militia one hundred and one. Yeah, <laughs> how to be a militia? You know, <laughs> this is the handbook on. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. We we focus. On not that we can't teach that, but it's individual training. It is self protection. Now, if you take that self protection and you create it into a unit, that's on you. But from that's not our what you're standpoint, doing. Mm-hmm. it's individual self protection training. Okay. Yeah. So that's how we're kind of combating that. And that's a good question because everybody that listens to the show knows how much I despise the ATF. That I don't think they're even constitutionally allowed to be in this fucking country. But. Yeah. I like my dog where it's at. Alive. Yeah. So, no, it was just. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're. Yeah, totally. Um, So, walking around SHOT Show, this brings up a a little light bulb that flashed in my head. Uh, There's a a guy on Instagram. His name's Dirty Kid. D-R. I think it's D-R-T-Y. Kid. Um, he has this awesome sweatshirt that says ATF is gay on the back. <laughs> and then taxes are gay. Yeah, um, yeah shout out to Dirty Kid. <laughs> it's woke. You can't cancel yeah, him. Yeah, totally. He's, he's totally woke. It's, yeah. That's no, it's super cool, though. They gave away, like, white phosphorus binos. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Like, if you – and there's another uh, a chick on there. Her, her handle is literally white phosphorus. And, yeah, her and Dirty Kid gave away two sets of white phosphorus binos at SHOT Show. Okay. If, like, wow. if you were a customer and you walked up and you're, like, they met at a certain spot at this time. And, yeah, they just gave you, like, 
$8,000 worth of night vision right there. They have three words. <laughs> yeah, they have the three words. What's the what three words? You beat me to it. Circle it all right the there. back around. I was right there. <laughs> <laughs> Too slow, Joe. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, good. Yeah. So on my link tree, I'll have I'll have your yeah, website cool. whenever you get done with it. Yeah, um, it's already up. It's just not great right okay. now. Okay, but, but it's in the yeah. You can link so. to the to the um, Instagram. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I got a my buddy Chad who runs Course of Fire on Instagram. He's handling all my Instagram for the PSOC, and he's just killing it right now. So. He's putting out some some good little reels and some videos. We shot some content and turned good. the lights off. And okay, make yeah. sure I get that. Yeah, and then yeah, I can, for sure. I can get it out yeah, on everything. Chad, Chad's awesome. So and then yours just uh, just the prepared mutual Facebook. friend on Facebook. Well, for right now, are you on my link tree? Yeah. I have. No you should idea. you should hit up Dude, you should hit up Instagram, man. It's all picture based, and so you can <laughs> you can post just a picture and like blur your face so you look tactical. Way better than I look right now. <laughs> yeah, it's blurred. I appreciate yeah. that. They have filters. <laughs> filters now. All right. No, it's cool. Birthplace like, to yeah. you know, three aces and meat <laughs> shield to limbo. That's awesome. That's a good time. Yeah. That'll be your new, and, your uh, new target. The work <laughs> bar. Yeah. <laughs> the beef bar. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for coming on. Radio, Hashtag sponsor me. Shield. Sponsor me. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure. Um check us out i'll have it all on my link tree uh extra or hashtag or not hashtag <laughs> hash you. extra lambo and uh i'll have all that stuff on there get that calendar up on there yeah, man. and uh if you have any questions now one thing i was going to bring up too if you have a scenario that is in your head email the show and i will make sure i give it to the proper authorities and they can answer that question or you know, we talk about it on the show. Come back and do it again. Yeah, extralambo at gmail.com. If you have a training scenario or something just pops in your head, send it my way, and uh, and we'll take care of it. But, guys, it was a pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Heck, yeah, man. It's good to be here. Check oh, out yeah. the link Thank tree. You. We'll have that all on there. And uh, account 61 on TikTok is still up, so we're, <laughs> we're doing good. Crazy. Four. Aaron, three aces. Four. The prepared mutual friend. I am Lambo. Remember to check out those alien gear holsters. Go to my link tree. And as always, be cool. <laughs> <laughs>